presentation from Alive 105, live and local. It's Friday night, and time for Derby Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, Panther fans, once again, it's Friday night, uh, state semifinal action tonight. Uh, uh, Coach Clark uh, and Coach Wietrick are with us again. Coach Clark, last week uh, we had to get by a pretty tough Lawrence Free State team. Talk to us about their special teams and uh, and their uh, defense. We'll let uh, Coach uh, Wietrick also talk about his side of the ball. Well, for our special teams, uh, last week I, I thought it was a little uh, – we had some ups and downs. We, we had some good kickoffs where we pinned them inside the 20, and then we had a couple times where some guys were, um, you know, out of their gap and uh, um, they, they got, you know, a decent return or whatever. Uh, but for the most part, I thought our special teams did a good job. We probably punted more uh, last game than we have all season long combined. Um, I thought our snaps were good. Uh, we, we got one or two good punts off. Uh, we had a couple short ones, but uh, the coverage was good, so that was, that was good. And then uh, our, our punt return kind of uh, – they, they did a decent job too, so um, – Special teams wise, it wasn't anything spectacular, but but it didn't hurt us really too bad. Uh, offensively, you know, we came out, got stopped, uh, uh, got a couple quick touchdowns, got up twenty-one nothing, then kind of got stalled. And uh, you know, as you watch game film on um, your opponent, that Lawrence that we're playing this week, uh, you kind of forget what happens. And uh, about midweek. Uh, I decided, I was like, why, why did we get stalled out? Uh, why, why did we not continue scoring? And, uh, you know, I, um, I've already forgot kind of what, how the flow of the game went. So I went back and looked and, uh, I mean, it was penalty after penalty. It, it, it was stuff we were, we were doing to ourselves. Um, I mean, there was one time we got two or three penalties in a row, uh, offensively that, that just kept pushing us back, pushing us back. And obviously it's, it's pretty hard to, against a good defense to go, you know, second and 25 or whatever. So, um, uh, we, I, I don't feel, I, I felt like everything, all the issues that, that we had, even though, uh, Lawrence Free State was a very good defense, uh, was, was self-induced. I, I thought we did it to ourselves. We kind of shot us, our, ourselves in the foot and, uh, um, did it to ourselves. So, you know, we've talked to the team, uh, all week long. We talked to the offense about, we've got to do, we've got a saying at Derby, uh, don't beat Derby. You know, the, the, the team that's going to beat us, is the team that's in our locker room. And uh, we tried our hardest in that second and third quarter to, to beat ourselves. We, we kept putting ourselves in bad situations. Uh, we would uh, just make mistakes that we hadn't made all year. Um, so hopefully we corrected that stuff this week. Um, and uh, ho- hopefully tonight we can come out strong and not make those mistakes. Yeah, defensively, I was pretty proud of our guys last week. You know, you know, you know, we're pretty fortunate once again. We've been pretty lucky this year that our offense has usually been starting off pretty hot, you know, and gets out early and got us a big lead, you know, 21 to nothing. Uh, but like Coach said, you know, then then they had some adversity. You know that their their team, uh, credit to them, they're really good. I mean, then we had a really good offense. We had to stop too, and uh, we knew that if our offense is going to score 21 points, and by you know our defense, that should be enough, and we should get the win as long as we hold them to less than less than that. You know, so um, 
we did that. We had some big stops on the goal lines. Proud of our guys. I mean, they, they, they faced some adversity. It's a really good football team, really good, really good scheme, really good athletes. The quarterback for, for Free State last week was a phenomenal athlete, and he was a, one of the toughest football players I've seen this year on film. Um, and he lived up to that expectation on Friday, on last Friday night. And, and uh and, and played really hard played really hard and made a lot of plays there's a lot of times where we had him dialed up we had him we had him contained in the backfield we thought we'd have a sack you know the next thing you know he turns into a 20 yard gain so pretty frustrating but that just tells you kind of how, how, how good of a player that guy is and um, no, we, we, we did pretty good on defense I thought as far as, far as, as responding you know we did have some you know some quick quick resets where our offense was was getting stopped we're back on the field pretty quick and our guys responded well to it and um yeah kept battling we had a um like i said some good stops in on the in the goal line i was pretty proud of in the red zone and then uh, we had an interception we had and carpenter get a pick on a, <laughs> on a screenplay and uh you know we tried to give the score you know but old and couldn't rumble and bumble get in there so uh, it's kind of funny to watch on film all the guys giving him crap by not scoring. So, but um, no, it, it was good. You know, obviously glad, glad and fortunate to get the win. Um, but really glad how our how our guys kind of battled and most importantly defensively, uh, we we stayed pretty healthy. Um, and this week and coming in tonight, we we should have Jameer Clemens back a little bit healthy and playing. So uh, defensively, we should be in good shape and hopefully we can come out here and play pretty well tonight. Coach, this uh, is the semifinals, or you can call it the finals of, of our bracket, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, uh, is this? Are you guys treating it as just another game, or is there a little more intense in your practice workout and what you're doing between now and game time? Well, you know, we, we always tell the kids that um, we're going to treat every week like championship week, and uh, I thought our coaches have done a great job of that uh, this year. Um, with that, with the same intensity, um, even though we, we are in the state semifinal game, um, we're not treating this week any different, and and that's 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 why we treat week one like we would treat week twelve or week th- uh, thirteen. So the kids don't have any difference. Um, as you can hear my voice, uh, obviously this week we didn't treat any any differently. Uh, um, the, I mean, we coach the kids up hard. And, uh, you know, we, we tell the kids, uh, you want us to, you know, be happy that we're in the state semifinals and start loosening up on you? Or do you want us to push you to k- continue to get better and, and to uh, push you guys to your limits to, to make sure we're, we're still peaking at this time? And uh, the, the, the kids understand. And, and they want to be coached up hard. They, they, they know that uh, our coaches' staff puts in a lot of time, all of our assistant coaches, with film breakdown, with practice film breakdown, with game planning, you know, when you're in week two, you're watching one game to go off of, and you make your game plan off that that game. When you're in week 12, you've got 11 games to break down on Saturday, and then you've got a game plan to do on Sunday to watch watch with all your coaches. You know, Coach Wietrich's there. He's probably seen 500 different formations and plays that Lawrence has ran. Then you got to pick which plays you think they're going to do to our defense. And when you have all of their games, 11 games, that's, that's a lot of time. And, uh, and, and our coaching staff has done a great job. Our kids are bought in to the intensity. You know, go back to the don't beat Derby. We, we are going to we, – we, we told the kids on Monday that this game tonight is going to be won 
Monday through Thursday. We're not going to win this game Friday. We're going to win it Monday through Thursday, and they are totally bought in. I thought this is one of our better weeks of practice. Uh, I thought the kids were bought in. I thought our uh, second string uh, did a good job of knowing the game plan, too, because we found out last week that kids are going to get hurt. When you play good teams, when you play teams that are bigger than you, which Lawrence Free State was bigger than us at, at a lot of positions, and Lawrence the same way. They are a very big and strong team. They've got a lot of size that you are going to get injured, and you're going to have to have somebody step up uh, to be able to fill that void or you're going to go home the next week. So uh, uh, our ones and twos had a great week. I thought our scout team did a great job. Uh, The intensity has not changed, but the intensity at at practice is expected from our kids and our coaches. Coach Wheatrick, getting back to you, uh, I think uh, Doyle and I both agreed last week that the defense looked pretty good. Uh, Schemes were great. Uh, I I noticed you had a lot of of signs of blitzing. You'd blitz, you'd fall out of blitz, again, a good, good game plan. We faced another good quarterback, and, and I think I mentioned if there was an Achilles heel at all, it's when we let these quarterbacks scramble against us. Uh, and I, you touched on that, that uh, it's tough. How do you guard against that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's something we talk about in meetings, you know, going into game week. You know, at, I'm pretty fortunate to have some pretty good guys on the defensive staff, and that's, that's always the conversation is like, uh, you know, sometimes these athletic quarterbacks – do you want to pressure them? If you pressure them, one of their strongest suits is scrambling and making plays on the run. So if you pressure them, you're almost forcing their hand into their strong suit, right? So do you just sit back and play coverage? Um, but no, we're, we're always going to kind of default to we want to get pressure on these guys. Um, and then, uh, you know, last week we were pretty fortunate that we kind of figured out um, where their offensive line, how they were doing their pass protection, and we can kind of influence how they were going to slide their O-line. So that's why you saw last week we were showing pressure from one way, then we'd come from the other. So we were always trying to get a numbers advantage by doing that. And um, that, that's one of those things where you're playing a disciplined team like that. You almost can kind of predict what they're going to do because they are so disciplined. Um, and that's uh, – and that's, I'd love to say that how it is this week. I mean, uh, Lawrence, uh, they have – um, they're extremely well coached tonight, and they they have they have shown max protect. They've shown big on big protect. They've shown half slide protection. Um, so us figuring out uh, what what protection they're using based on what personnel is on the field is going to be something that Coach Haynes got to figure out in the box pretty quick, you know. Uh, so that's going to be that's going to be vital for us because that's going to dictate uh, what pressures we send or what pressures we can send. So. Uh, yeah, it's extremely tough. You know, when you got an athletic quarterback, it adds a whole nother, whole nother aspect to the game, you know, and that's something that's hard to replicate in practice, too, is like, I mean, scramble drill, you know, and all that stuff. When you have a quarterback that can buy extra time, make guys miss, your secondary has to, you know, all the guys covering receivers, all those receivers are trained up to redirect and to do scramble drills. So all of a sudden, all the routes they're trained to cover are now turns in kind of like street ball. You know, it turns into backyard football and guys are going everywhere. Um, that chaos actually makes it really incredibly hard to defend. Um, and it, and that's, that's actually really, you know, we kind of struggle with Mays with that, with, with Avery Johnson. Um, last, last week with Free State, kind of the same way. He's really good athletes, pose huge problems with their legs and in, in the uh, scramble game for QB. So uh, tonight, Lawrence, athletic quarterback, kind of the same thing. So, I mean, it's for sure going to be a struggle, and we gotta, we got to get him dialed up and figured out. Yeah, Coach, uh, we watch your special teams every week, and, and, you know, they just seem to be getting better and better as the weeks go by. Uh, how much time do you spend working on special teams in the course of a practice? 
You know, when uh, if, if you divide up all the special teams uh, that we work on, um, we'll work on always special teams for about 20 minutes at the beginning of every practice. And then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we'll do special teams for another 15 or 20, the kicking game, the return game, the, the punting, you know, all that stuff. Uh, we're, we're putting in probably, and then Thursday we, we review all the special teams that, that we do. I bet you if you look at how much time we spend on team offense and team defense versus special teams, I think they're equal. Uh, so so we spend a lot of time on special teams. And I think it shows, too. I mean, there, there's a reason why everybody punts the ball out of bounds. Uh, there's a reason why everybody kicks the ball out of bounds or pooch kicks it to us. Um, and th- there's a reason why, you know, we always tell our kids, make them drive 80 or 90 yards. On, on You know, if we, our kickoff team is, is doing their job, you know, you're going to have to score it. After 80 or 90 yards, you're going to have to go all the way down the field to score. So uh, special teams is probably the biggest swing, and our kids are bought into it too. I mean, if you think about how many big plays you can have on special teams, uh, we, we did our uh, we did our all-league uh, selection um, last week, last Monday. It was in Hutch, and I really hadn't looked at our special team stats. I, I'm not a stats guy. Uh, but I had to pull up stats because I nominated Dylan uh, for for special teams, uh, you know, player of the year or whatever. Uh, they've also got a kicker and a punter, but they also have a, a thing called special teams player of the year. And uh, he was the only kid nominated, but I started looking at his stats. Uh, he, he is averaging 42 yards per return on kickoff returns. So every time he touches the ball, he gets 42 yards. I mean, that's a big swing. You know, and Hubbard's doing about 30 yards. So, so think of every time we touch the ball on offense. That's way bigger on that. And if you think, you know, how many returns we get, how many punt returns we get, that's kickoff return. And then I looked at punt returns. Uh, Dylan's averaging uh, 39.5 yards per return on punt returns. I mean, there's not too many high school punters that are averaging over 40. So we're bringing it back to the. Uh, you know the line of scrimmage, and think every time he touches the ball. I mean that those yards add up, and, and Coach DeVore does such a great job of getting our team ready. It, it, it's just not, it's just not Dylan. It's just not Derek Hubbard. It's just not Trayvon Rose uh, doing the returns. It's those ten guys in front of him that are blocking for him. And uh, I, I mean they they put in a lot of time. Uh, Coach DeVore does such a good job uh, being our special teams coordinator, getting those guys ready, being tough on them. Talk about a tough coach. Coach DeVore has a passion for special teams and he holds those kids accountable and uh, they do a good job. And if you think, say say we touch the ball on punt returns and, and we get you know, maybe three returns, we're probably getting over 100 yards. You know, that's probably more than our passing game is going to get in, in an average game, you know. And then kickoff returns, if we get three or four kickoff returns and we're averaging 40 yards per kickoff return, I mean, that's that's 160 yards. That's that's over 200 yards of of basically offense on, uh, on special teams. And you go vice versa where our punt team has, I think, allowed five yards this year total in returns. So all the punts that we've done, we've allowed five yards. Uh, I mean, Dylan is averaging almost 40 yards every time he touches the ball, yet we've allowed five yards total 
in the last 10 or 11 games. And then our kickoff return, if we can stuff them inside the 20, you know, I mean, that's, that is a huge swing in yardage. And nobody really looks at that. But we, we take pride in it. And our kids take pride in it. And we call it the top 11. You know, we're, we're going to put our top 11 kids uh, that, that we think can get the job done offensively and defensively and put them on the field. And that's our all-star team is, is our special team. That's our all-star team, our best kids that can get the job done. And they take pride in that. Coaches, for longtime Derby fans, tonight's a nostalgic night. Uh, you know, back in the 90s, it was Derby and Lawrence all the time. You guys were probably young young guys back in. So, But uh, tonight we play Lawrence semifinals. Coach Clark, talk about uh, what you have to do special teams-wise and offense-wise. And Coach Wietrich's going to talk about that stellar defense. I noticed how you said stellar defense and not stellar uh, special teams and offense. Uh, um, but anyways, uh, uh, special teams-wise, they've got a kicker that puts the ball in the end zone. But every once in a while, he missed kicks and kicks it to, like, the one-yard line. So hopefully we're, we're hoping we can set up some returns. Uh, they're a punt team. They're a tight punt team. They're a shield punt team. Uh, we're, we're hoping we can get some returns on those guys. Uh, and then they, they do actually a good job on their punt returns and kickoff returns. They kind of run the same scheme on kickoff return that as uh, Lawrence Free State did. So we got to just make sure we have our gaps when we fly down the field and we close uh, our gaps up. So uh, we got our hands full on special teams. They've got some really good returners. Uh, offensively against their defense, they stacked the box. Uh, they, they they were a 3-4 team um, early this season Then they lost a couple games. Uh, I think because they were in a 3-4 the uh, Mill Valley and uh, Shawnee Mission, I think it was Northwest that beat them. And then after that game, after they had those two losses, they switched to a 4-3 and they're stacking the boxes and they're, they're daring you to throw against them. And uh, um, they their their defense is good. I, I put them similar to Free State. They're they're really big up front. They got some big kids up front. Uh, they've got some really good DBs that they can man up. Uh, they they change up coverages. You know, Coach Bowen, their new coach. He was a DB coach in college, a defense coordinator in college, a head coach in college uh, at the Division One level. And he, he he's a DB guy, so they do a good job of changing up coverages and stuff like that. But uh, um, our, I think our receivers, you know, are very smart and they can kind of recognize what's going on. So 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 can our uh, both our quarterbacks too. So I mean, we've got our hands full. There's a reason why they're in the state semifinals. Uh, this is probably the best defense that we've seen uh, on film. Now that they've moved to their four three, I still I wish they were running their three four. It'd be a little bit easier. But uh, now that they moved to this four three scheme, is pretty tough. So uh, we got our hands full. Um, and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge. You know, you're, you're never going to have an easy state semifinal game. And uh, last year we played them, I think, in the quarterfinals. Uh, you talk about Lawrence. Um, I, I told the kids this uh, this week. Uh, last year we were the underdogs, and it was fun to go to Lawrence and, and to, to surprise them and beat them. You know, last year was Lawrence's year, and, and now – they're coming into our place as the underdogs, and uh, we got to have that underdog mentality the, uh, tonight uh, for for Derby to to not not think all highly about us and, and know that uh, they're going to bring their A game. They have nothing to lose, and they're going to do everything they can to stop us. So we got our hands full tonight. Yeah, I appreciate that that uh, stellar comment from there. I appreciate that about the defense, but. Uh... 
No, like Coach said, I mean, this is a really good football team. I mean, they're they're not here for no reason. They're here because they're they're a good football team, and they beat some really good football teams. And uh, and they've they've played some. They had a really tough schedule. They played some good teams early. They've they've learned some lessons early. They've changed some stuff early. Um, offensively, um, they pose a lot of issues because they have they have two two or three have three really good like H back tight end type bodies. I mean, big six four six five two fifty guys. Uh, that are good blockers, but are also good H backs. That could be in the backfield. They could be they could be spread out in the slot type receivers. So they can go from they can go from three backs in the backfield to empty with the same personnel. And and all throughout the year, it seemed like every week they've had new little wrinkle of how they want to use these guys. You know the amount of formations they've shown. Like Coach said, we've had a, we have. All, we have all their games, you know, going through all that film and trying to get our kids prepared for all the formations they've shown, you know, all the looks they've shown, all the all the ways they've attacked different types of defenses. Um, it's been a struggle. A lot of times, one of the, one of the hard things about defense at this point in the season is, you know, you you can get you can very easily start chasing ghosts. You know, you can go down this path of, oh, what about this? What if we see this? And you might not even see it on Friday night. Well, we don't we don't know what we're going to see. You know, I mean, that's the hard thing. We have to be ready for everything. Um, our kids have had a really good week of preparation, um, and uh, but we're ready. We also know that this this is a really well coached team, and we might see something tonight that we're not ready for, and we have to either adapt to it, figure it out, um, and play through it. So. Um, they have a very athletic quarterback, like I mentioned earlier. They got they got a couple running backs they put in the backfield that that are that are very good effort guys, high energy guys that can run the ball effectively. Uh, then the quarterback not only can he run, he's a, he's an effective passer. So um, we got to be good in all three levels of the game. I mean, there's no doubt that uh, we have to live up to that stellar defense comment you made uh, if we want to be put ourselves in a good position to win this ball game. So uh, defense, we've got to work cut out for us. Um, our guy, like I said, our guys are locked in. Um, and I hope our leaders step up, and we're going to have to make some plays for sure uh, to, to stop this offense. Team health coach, we had a couple guys, I think, or three go out uh, in the ball game last week. So how are we doing in that area? Well, you saw Cole Minton play his uh, first game after like three weeks with uh, two broken bones in his arm and uh, two plates put in there and 11 screws and playing two and a half weeks later, which is just absolutely amazing. And I thought he played a pretty good game too. So, so he's, he's back. Like, like coach said, Jameer is back, which is huge. Uh, you know, uh, Mesker has been playing really well. He's got confidence going too. So it's always good to have three DBs that you can count on. Not that we don't have four or five that, that, that we uh, feel pretty confident with. And then offensively, I, I, I think that's it. You know, we got Sam back last week too, which was huge. Uh, he, he got some good plays in. I thought he probably played one of his better games last week. And then offensively, golly, we, we got banged up. You know, it's, that's what happens when you play, play a team that's a little bit bigger and stronger than you. Um, I think we got three shoulder injuries, an ankle injury, uh, you know, a leg injury. I, this week we probably had five starters out all week. Uh, you know, they're going to give it a try. Most of them, not all of them, are going to give it a try uh, tonight. But uh, you, you never know. They, they haven't done anything all week. But but one thing I can say is they've been locked in the film room. They've been locked in during practice. They've been taking a lot of mental reps. So uh, 
banged up wise, probably probably the worst we've been offensively. But uh, defensively, you know, we're we're starting to come back and starting to get a little bit more healthy. Guys, as always, good luck tonight. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com Friday Night Football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tender Care Lawn and Landscape The Derby Recreation Center Will Height Auto Service Confederated Builders MJB Heating and Cooling Derby Junior Football Radio Shack of Derby The Derby Informer Riverside Cafe of Derby Derby Public Library DMB Service Center Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Derby Nutrition. And now here's the Alive 105 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and along with Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action from tonight's game. It's a uh, finals on the Western bracket or just a semifinal, however you want to address it, between the Lawrence, visiting Lawrence Lions and your Derby Panthers. Well, Doyle, it's state semifinal action tonight, so everybody here is peed up. 45 degrees, winds out of the south at uh, 12 miles per hour with gusts at 20 to 25 but it is way less windy than it was earlier today. Yeah, yeah. The trees aren't leaning over to the to the north uh, like they were today. Well, this is a, a Lawrence team that's uh, coached by an ex-college coach, Coach Clint Bowen. He's a former KU coach. You know, you expect them to come into tonight's ball game well coached, well schemed up for things. They're nine uh, nine and one uh, last year. Lost in a, in a game to Derby in the playoffs. You know, everybody thought, we talked to the guys there in Lawrence last year, they said this was the year if we had a year. And uh, you look back and head coach is a new guy, and where you're at, you're in the state semifinals. Yeah, so, you know, maybe maybe last year wasn't the year because uh, uh, Lawrence has played some pretty good football this year, and uh, uh, they're bringing a pretty good squad to Derby. The last week, uh, Lawrence de- defeated Manhattan 41-22 in that win. Lawrence had 350 Three total yards of offense goal, 262 of it on the ground, 91 in the air. Kind of what we expect tonight. We know they have a really good quarterback, uh, but we're, we're, we expect them to be a run team first. Uh, Thurman Jules guard, a 5'11", 165-pounder is the quarterback tonight. Well, last week he was 10 for 15 for 91 yards, did have a touchdown and had one pick. Yeah, and that Manhattan game, uh, I guess it was pretty close till the third quarter, and Manhattan fumbled a couple of times in in deep in their own territory, and Lawrence took advantage of it and kind of took the game from them. Well, defensively, we expect Lawrence to line up in a 4-3 most of the time. But uh, as always, Coach Clark's uh, not too sure about that. He said, you know, this guy's going to move things around and show us some different fronts of what we're used to. Very physical team. Coach Clark talked a little bit uh, when he was up here earlier tonight uh, about uh, how well the linebackers play and the safeties. He said these guys will really fill in a hurry. They're going to go into press coverage. They're going to do some things that Mercer Thatcher's got to have a good night throwing the football. Absolutely. 
We're going to get into the starting lineups. We're about two minutes away, so we'll get into the starting lineups as we have them. First offensively, one tackle, senior Alex Key, 6'4", 285. The other tackle, junior Wyatt Jackson, 6'2", 240. Uh, one of the guards, junior Chris Thompson, 6'1", 270. The other guard, senior Jonas Vickers, 6'3", 285. Senior Dylan Kahn, 6'3", 290. The tight end is senior Drake Thatcher. 64200 the wide receivers are junior Caleb Brown 64200 junior Trayvon Rose 59170 and junior Nathaniel Keener at 59160 quarterback senior Mercer Thatcher 64195 and your starting running back junior Dylan Edwards 58155 on the defensive side starting on the defensive line sophomore Mason Harper 510190 senior Andon Carpenter 61260 and senior Quentin Dorsey 61260 your outside linebacker junior Roman Bowden 61185 the other outside linebacker junior Cade Shelton 511190 your inside backers are senior Cole Minton 510190 and junior Miles Wash 59185 your corners senior Jamar Jameer Clemens 6 foot 1 55 and senior Corey Atkins, six foot 175. Safety sophomore Demare Baker, 5'11", 180, and senior Brian Murph, six foot 180. Those are the starting lineups as we have them. Well, Doyle Lawrence won the opening toss. They have elected deferred to the second half. They will be defending the south end zone to start tonight's ball game. Again, the wind out of the south, uh, about 12 miles an hour, gusting to 20, 25 miles an hour. But uh, you're going to see our Derby Panthers on offense to start tonight's ball game. Well, it might be a pretty good thing, but uh, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that uh, Coach Bowen uh, deferred to the second half, wanted to start on defense first because that's what he is specialty is. That's what it was in college, and that's what you know. That's what he does. He's a defensive, good defensive guy. Well, Derby's uh, wearing some neat uniforms tonight: black pants, black jerseys, white helmets. Lawrence uh, is in uh, all white. Uh, with, uh, with their blue helmets. So nice color combo tonight. Nice look for the Panthers. Yeah, it is a nice look, and uh, uh, we're ready to go here. Uh, Lawrence is going to tee it up. Supposedly their uh, kicker is, I mean, we watched him warm up. He's got quite a quite a leg, and uh, he will probably, most times he'll get it into the end zone, so probably the chances of Panthers getting a return, probably, I don't want to say slim to none, but uh you know, every once in a while he won't hit one quite as hard, and uh, they'll get to return. But again, he's got a pretty good win behind him. You and I watched him warm up, and uh, he was uh, in warm-ups. You could tell effortlessly he was uh, kicking the ball very well. Well, back deep for the Panthers is uh, Edwards and Hubbard. And kicking off, it looks like it's Evan Bannister. No, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not. It's Grant Glasgow. He's kicking off. We're ready to go here in Derby in this semifinal, and it's just a, a kick that hits the ground and picked up on about the three. Big hole. Panthers are going to – he's getting out to the 40, 45, close to midfield. Is a nice return, and it looked like Dylan Ed- – Derek Hubbard. No, it's Derek Hubbard on the return. Well, now, as we got done saying how they kicked the ball so well – it was like a designed kick. It was a squib kick that bounced clear back to about the four-yard line. And you know, Derek Hubbard's uh, had some really good kickoff returns this year. He takes that out to uh, near midfield. Yeah, it's on the 47. Looks like Mercer Thatcher and 
Dylan Edwards are in the backfield for the Panthers. They got twin wideouts to both sides of the field. We'll see what coach has got dialed up. Thatcher cuts it up. Going to get a first down and more down into Lawrence territory at about the 35. They're going to mark it on the 36-yard line, I believe. Well, Mercer did a great job on the play. It was just an option. He read his guy, cut up inside, picked up huge first down yardage. First and 10 Panthers inside Lawrence territory. This time they give it to Edwards. He slips a tackle, 25-20, 15, touchdown Panthers. Wow, Dylan Edwards just took the ball off tackle, got hit a couple of times, spun out of it, went to the sideline, and Doyle, it was really no question at that point he was going to outrun these Lawrence defenders. Well, a good kickoff. A good kick returned by the Panthers, and two plays later, they're in the end zone. 11-23 left. They take a 6-0 lead. Simmons is out for the all-important extra point. It's up, and it is good. So with just 37 seconds gone in the first quarter, Panthers take the lead, and, uh, you know, that, that was pretty impressive. Well, very impressive. Doyle, I love your comment. All-important extra point. Last week, the first time this year, Simmons had an extra point block. He's been perfect all but that. And, uh, you know, as we got late in the ballgame, it was obvious that that extra point could be crucial. Luckily for the Panthers, it turned out to be okay. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Hyde Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe, of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, DNM Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountant. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Without these people, these businesses, we couldn't bring you Panther football on Fridays. Well, I'm looking down at Simmons, and I don't know that I've noticed this till tonight. Maybe it's the color combination, but he's got on some bright, it looks like pink shoes or orange. They're, they're really striking. I would say orange. High, going to come down at it. Oh, it's going to come down and out of bounds. So Lawrence is going to have it on a, a 35. So great field position for the Lions to start their first possession of the night. Well, the ball kind of got up in the air, and we talked all day long about the wind. It, it was a dying quail. It looked like it just blew to the the sideline again the wind out of the southwest uh, it's blowing hard enough that it is going to affect some of the, the kicks and the passes well I, I knew we might be in trouble when the uh, deep man just watched it i mean the ball was way short of him he didn't even try to catch it and so i knew we were we might be in trouble on that first 10 jules guard is the quarterback he takes it on a keeper to the outside and he's going to get a first down yeah, nothing fancy. That's kind of the old student body, right? All the blockers, everyone went out. No question, Jules Guard was going to keep it. It wasn't any kind of option look or anything. And uh, they're going to give him nine. I was with you. I thought he picked up a first down, but they gave him nine. Second and one. They give it to the tailback. He gets a big hole. He gets out to the 45 of the Panthers. And that was uh, that was Wilkerson, I believe. It was Chance Wilkerson. And it's going to be a first down. So two plays for uh, Lawrence, and they're about 20 yards down the field well, in Panther a very territory. Big physical look line Lawrence has. 
Panthers lead 7-0, 10-50 to go in the first quarter. Back to pass goes Jules Guard. Got a man wide open, and it's caught at the 10-yard line. Uh, beautifully thrown by our ball by Jules Guard. You're right. I mean, we did a good job of trying to close on it, but he was wide open. You, you can't hardly miss those guys. Looks so, like Baylor Bowen on the catch. So that it's going to be... Hopefully not, but it could be a quick score, just as quick for Lawrence. They give it again to Wilkerson. Touchdown, Lawrence. Just oh, four Wilkerson plays. Again, Doyle, he went through basically untouched. It was right through the heart of our defense. Right now, both offenses uh, kind of flexing their uh, their wings, and you know somebody's defense has to step up. Well, it's first first possession for both teams, and both teams had no sweat, no problem going down and scoring. It's now 7-6 to six with the extra point to follow. A little bit of a high snap, but I think that's going to be good, and it's going to be good out on Madison nearly. This guy has quite a leg. So it's tied up with uh, 10-26. Took them about as long to score as it did us. So we've, we've had, uh, what, a minute and a half go by and two touchdowns. Well, and if you're, if you're Derby, you got to go over to the sidelines, make the adjustments. We see Derby make the adjustments every week, but – Lawrence uh, showed the ability to run fairly easily, and uh, when uh, Jules Guard needed to, he found Bowen downfield for a long, long strike. Yeah, well, that was—I mean, he was wide open. They—they they beat our guy by ten yards, and uh, our guy tried to catch up, but he wasn't going to catch him. So we were lucky. I guess we were lucky it wasn't a touchdown, but it well, was and a play it's later. It's got to have been a blown assignment, Doyle, because I think you and I were tapping on each other, looking downfield. It's like, gosh, I hope he overthrows him because he was wide open. Yeah, there, there, was, there wasn't anybody around him. So we'll see now where the ball's going to go. I don't know that they're going to give us a shot at returning this one. Uh, again, it's the same Grant Glasgow or Glasgow. He's got, you know, he's got a problem, too. He's got two different shoes on. <laughs> Black one, and it looked like an orange one. And that's going to go into the end zone, way into the end zone, and out. So no return by the Panthers. They're going to get it first 10 from the 20. Well, let's see where, where Derby comes out uh, in uh, on this drive. It was relatively easy the last time. So Mercer Thatcher had a nice run on an option, and then Dylan Edwards takes it into the end zone. So and they see, got it on uh, the, again, Mercer has to be able to throw the football tonight. They got it on the 47 with it after that nice kick return by Hubbard. But they're on their own 20 now, first and 10. Pitched out to Edwards. He's going to get jumbled up. He's going to pick up probably five, close to it anyway. It looks like the far side linesman's going to give him six. We'll wait and see. Well, you saw Lawrence. They closed in on the play fairly quickly. It looked like Dylan was going to find a running lane. But uh, as Coach Clark talked about, the linebackers and safeties uh, do a good job of filling. Did pick up six on first down, second down, and four. Score tied seven. Edwards, and he gets hit hard after about four-yard pickup, so it's going to be third and one. And Dylan D, he tried to cut back against the grain, and he was hit very hard, hops right back up. So it's third and one for the Panthers from the 29-yard line. Tie score, 9.30 to go. We're just in the first quarter. One of the things to watch tonight for Derby is we've got a lot of guys banked up. 
Yeah, yes. Last week was not a good game for injuries. Again, Hubbard, he gets out to about the 40, well, I'm going to say the 43-yard line, so it's going to be first and 10 Panthers. He was just a step away from breaking that one. He, he definitely was. Yeah, just uh, Edward just shows such good speed. I mean, he's got that zero to 60 in, in it seems like just a second. Well, he's got a towel hanging off the backside of his uniform, and that goes straight out. And up. I'm going to get no yardage. Uh, I think maybe uh, Mercer thought he had a running lane, but there was nothing there. He got blown up at the end of that play. I'm glad to see him hop up because he's in one of those precarious positions that someone had him low and someone had him high. And you always hope, oh, gosh, I hope he, he, he just goes down and doesn't have any kind of injury. He lost a yard, so it's going to be second and 11. Score tied, 8.30 left. We're just in the first quarter. They pitch it out to Edwards. He's going to pick up three, and it's going to be third and long for the Panthers from about the 45-yard line. Hey, you assume here you're going to put Mercer in a passing situation. Again, throwing into a little bit of a win, but Mercer's got a strong arm. He's just got to find his target. One of his one of his favorite targets is twin brother Drake. Doyle Drake's another guy that's a little banged up tonight. And we got four or five got banged up good last week. Third and long. Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside. It's going to be fourth down. Panthers are probably going to have to punt. It's fourth and two. And Dylan, I, I as that play developed, I thought that he was going to get the first down easily. But again, Lawrence does a good job of filling filling holes. Well, it looks like the Panthers, at least they're setting up to go for it right now on fourth and two. The backfield is empty. Now they're 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 getting they're getting a call on the sideline. I bet they end up punting. I I don't know that you want to give Lawrence the ball at in, midfield. <laughs> at basically midfield. They still have an empty backfield, but there's they're going to let the cl- play clock run out. So, you know, those are those plays that, as a coach, you know, you, you, you think, okay, I'm going to use a timeout here. Most disciplined teams aren't going to jump upside when, when you know it's fourth and two and you're just doing a hard count. But get lucky every now and then. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's going to – I can't believe they're going to try to do that. But you never know, you know. If they make it, you're a hero. If they don't, you give these guys good field position with 7.30 left. And the way they moved the ball last time, you don't want to do that, I wouldn't think. Well, again, it's one of those things that over on the sidelines, you wonder what Coach Wiedrich and his defensive staff saw. Maybe they're like, hey, we can we can make these adjustments. But I'm with you. I think you'll probably see the Panthers punt, but we'll see. No, I'm looking for. I don't see. I don't I, see, I don't the see in the game. I don't see the punters in there. I, I can't. But it's still an empty backfield. So I, I, that puzzles me a little bit. Unless we're going to see some kind of a reverse or something. Thatcher. No, nah, he's not even going to get close. No, he, it's going to be Lawrence ball. ball. Edwards on the reverse and then tried to cut up field, but he's going to be short. Yeah, way short. He, he just barely got back to the line of scrimmage. It's now Lawrence's ball, so I, I'm not 
you know, I'm not sure about that one, but then again, it's one of those deals. If you make it great, if, but if you don't, you're giving these guys pretty good field position. Now, those are those plays that, you know, you got to know where the sticks are when you're running the ball. And, you know, I think Mercer made a decent cut, but, uh, came up about a half yard short yeah where it looked like they were going to mark it he was two yards short but uh they marked it at, at about a half short of the of where he needed to be and not a, not a bad call you got everybody thinking dylan's going to get the football and person tries to cut back and, uh, just ended up short yeah that was that was a big gamble uh, on coach clark's part i thought New running back, Heck, is in the ball game for Lawrence. And he takes it straight up the middle, but gets gets nowhere. Now, Panther defense swarmed very quickly. If, if anything, he's going to lose the half a yard. Panther's got somebody getting up slow. Boy, I'm telling you, our defensive it looks like Hopper, he's coming out. Looks like Samuel Sames coming in the ball game. Hopper's uh hopping. Hopping around just a little bit, no no question. We said last week the injury bug on our offensive line and Dylan Edwards, I mean it was uh all of them fortunately are going today, but they're all hobbled. Seven seven is the score. Back to pass. Now Jules Guard goes straight up the middle. He's gonna get a first down or darn close to it. And this is four down territory, so, yeah, it's going to be second and one. Well, and again, if anyone that watches the film on the Panthers, Coach Wietrich talked about it a little bit. You know, if there's an Achilles heel, it's athletic quarterbacks that get at that, that scramble and get out of the, out of uh, their comfort zone. That time, that was a design play uh, by Jules Gard. Well, it's it's that way at any, any team's got athletic quarterback. And he keeps it first down. Still on his feet, down to about the 35. So Lawrence is moving the football. The game is tied at this point with 6.04 to go. Jules Guard's listed at 5'11", 165 pounds. Well, this is really the third quarterback we've seen this year. It's very athletic. Yeah, he is very athletic. And those are the kind of guys that can beat you single-handedly. And the Panthers are going to give him five yards. The guy over the football... uh, I don't know how you do that. You're right over the football, and it's going to give them five yards, so it'll be second five unless. You can't, you can't give them stuff, that's for sure. Well, unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, Coach Wietrich talked about that. you got to keep pressure on Jules Guard. you got to play your game. you got to bring pressure. you got to, you got to do everything you can to disrupt this offense. Well going to be first and five from now from the 33, 32-yard line. They give it straight ahead to the running back. He gets probably a couple. It's going to be second down and short, second and three. I mean, when you give them five, that, you know, that's, that's, uh, that makes that two yards look all, all the better. Well, so Tie far, ball game. Yeah, so far, Lawrence, I think, has only gone to the, to the air once, and that was a big pickup. Uh, Jules guard to Bowen. Short of that, it's uh, been a running game. Third and looks like third and three from the just inside the thirty Panther thirty. And getting to the outside is the 
wide receiver on a wide receiver reverse, and he gets all the way down inside the 10-yard line. Looked like Avalon Nelson on the carry. And, well, I mean, that play set up, we had no outside pain. I mean, you, you know, the name the game of football is setting the edge, and Derby didn't set the edge at all on that play. It's going to be uh, first and goal from the seven- or eight-yard line. Uh, for sure, Lawrence will probably end up with three, the, as good as their kicker is. Straight ahead, tailback. He gets hit hard, but he falls forward down to the two-yard line. Avalon Nelson again on the carry. So it's going to be second and goal. Everybody's bringing in more of a goal line defense here. Yeah, Lawrence has got the ball uh, on about the two-yard line. Man, the Panthers jump off again. That time it was our one of our linebackers, our, our safeties, I believe, that came across. Well, Linebacker. He, 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 the quarterback lunged forward, clapped his hands, and, and evidently that got our guy's attention. So he jumped across. So we're going to give him another yard or two, but you can't give him much because there ain't hey, much, that, there ain't much real estate. 7-7. Seven, seven. Lawrence is in good shape right now. Second down and goal from the two. 4.09, and the clock is running. And they give it straight ahead. He's not going to make it to the goal line. He's going to be close. It's third down. I'm going to say third and about one or one and a half for a touchdown for Lawrence. Uh, this would be an interesting, interesting point for Coach Bowen that you don't get in the end zone, do you You try and push it on fourth down, or do you go to that field goal kicker and put three up? Well, he looked, in, in warm-ups, he looked pretty automatic. So, I don't know. I'm sure we'll see what happens. 7-7 is game, 3.30 in the first quarter. And straight up the middle, touchdown Lawrence. Yeah, he just showed a little misdirection as he fakes the ball to the running back coming across. He just scampers in the end zone. There was no one to anywhere to touch him. So just like that, Lawrence jumps up 13-7 on our Panthers. Well, the, the early money is on is Lawrence. I mean, they're they're playing pretty organized. And, and, again, we went for it on fourth down and four or three. We didn't make it. We give them good. They've had good field position both times they've, they've had the ball. The extra point's good. So it's now 14-7 with 324 to go in the ball game. Panthers are going to have to get something rolling here because uh, so far, so far our defense is having a little trouble. Well, you go back to that punt by Coach Clark, and, and again, it's always you second guess anybody, but you know maybe in his mind too is that uh, you know you're punting into a pretty brisk wind and you get the ball up. I mean, how much are you really going to gain out of it? But as you said, uh, those are those calls that you're either a hero or you're a goat. I don't know that Coach Clark was a goat, but. You know, it's uh, it, it turned out for a touchdown for Lawrence, so everyone second guesses it. Probably not a bad call. No, when when you get, you know, that that's just again, you're a hero or a goat. And, and you know, you like to think that, uh, you know, behind a big offensive line like we have, that you can get two yards. Well, this kick will probably be deep, and he's got a little bit of a following wind. 14-7. Panthers 
are trailing in this one. This has been a scenario they haven't been too used to. That's going to be in the end zone and out of the end zone. It's not hitting the ground till it gets back to the green turf. So he's got plenty of leg, and you know it, it's a nice high end over end kick. So it looks really good. I don't. I guess he's a senior. I'm guessing. Yes, he is. So he might be able to ride that leg into a, something in college. Lawrence looks, uh, and Coach Park talked about it to us earlier in the week. That very well coach. You expect that out of a out of a team that's got an X Division one coach uh, as their head guy. But uh, right now they look very physical. Uh, they're very assignment sound. So far, yes. Pass, wide open, caught, 50, 35, down inside the 30. It looked like Caden Brown on the reception. Well, it was a nice, well-designed play as Coach Clark. I think everybody thought it was going to be a Dylan Edwards run. He pulls it out and finds uh, Brown downfield. And, you know, big game for the Panthers. Good sign that we're throwing the ball. Edwards. And he gets down to about the – now he picks up two, maybe three on first down. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good play because our guy was wide open and it's just a matter of getting him the ball. And you look at that play, and you know, again, you're throwing into a pretty brisk wind. If it's not for the wind, you catch it in stride. Instead, Brown had to kind of come back and wait on the football, but, boy, it gets you out of a big hole in a hurry. Yeah, we went from the 20 down to the their 30, so that was, you know, about a 50-yard pickup on one play so that that gets Panthers in a little bit better shape they show motion to the far side and it's a reverse to Brown he gets down to about the 25 it's going to be third down and probably five maybe six what if you're the Panthers you got to answer back I, uh, the Lawrence team's a very they, we haven't stopped them on offense so you don't want to sit there and and uh, fall down in a ball game by two touchdowns like we did against Mays. Panthers have been through some adversity, though. It's going to be third down and four. And this, I'm sh- five, and I'm sure this is probably four-down territory for the Panthers. Plenty of time on the play clock. 1.50 to go. They trail 14-7 to seven in the first quarter. Back to pass. Well, I don't know where he was throwing that, but it was way over the head of the nearest Panther by five yards or more. Mercer was just in a straight drop back at time. Offensive line gave him time, and, uh, yeah, he threw it uh, kind of uh, straight down the field, but there wasn't anyone in the vicinity of it. He was open. I mean, we had a guy open. Now it's fourth down and six. So, again, the Panthers are in kind of a, a bit of a problem. You know, if you don't make it, you're going to give the ball back to Lawrence who has scored both times they've had the football. That'll be interesting play selection here. To me, I, I think you want the ball in Dylan Edwards' hands. I'm sure Lawrence is thinking just that. That's what I'd do. Panthers again showing motion. Back to pass. Got a man over the top. Caught. Touchdown. That was a nice pass play from Mercer Thatcher. Uh, I mean, just a little post route. Hit looked, our guy in stride. Looked like Keener on the reception. We'll try to pick up the number. I'm following the young man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Nathaniel Keener 
on the reception. Well, well-thrown football by Mercer Thatcher. You can't do a play any better than Derby just did. And Thatcher did a good job putting it on the money. Extra point is up, and it's good. So the score is tied with 136 left. Now we'll see if the Panther defense can do something. That was a very important drive for the Panthers. You you, you had a couple nice passes. So what's that do to a Lawrence team when you start throwing the football? And I guarantee you they came in banking on the fact Derby's going to run, run, run. Well, now you've loosened them up with a couple nice pass plays, and they've got to be cognizant of that. It should have loosened them up. Uh, I mean, I would think you'd back them safeties off a little bit because you you start playing the run, you move them safeties. They keep creeping towards the line of scrimmage. So, you're you're you said it. Derby defense has to step up now. I've seen them down there. They've been at at the TV monitor that entire time trying to make adjustments. You know, it, sometimes it's just one guy out of position that, that makes a difference. So let's hope we, we've done the adjustments. Simmons to kick. Last time he kicked, it went out of bounds. This one's going to be just a pooch kick. It's going to come down. It hits, it hits the turf. Panthers got it. Panthers, Panthers got it. it. And, Doyle, that was just an amazing job by the Panthers, something that – Coach Bowen's going to scratch his head about. It was a high pooch kick. It took the reverse spin like your golf shots do, and it just bounced back right to a Panther. Poor decision by Lawrence on not fair catch and not trying to get underneath the football. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they let it hit the they let it hit the turf. They let it hit the turf, and how you just don't see a football very often take that kind of bounce. No, it, it bounced right back to the Panthers. It bounced back, and. Uh, Panthers had a guy there. He picked it off. So it's first and 10 from the 28 for the Panthers. It's score is tied. We're still in the first. Edwards, he gets probably six or seven on first down. So it's going to be second, probably four. Well, you know, you watch the little things in a football game. And, and maybe an important part of it tonight, that gave our defense a little more rest, too. The offense is back on the field, and they get a little more time to recover. Going to be, yeah, I guess it's five yards, second five. Again, Edwards, he's straight up the middle. Inside the five, drug down at about the two-yard line. Now, nice hole by our offensive line that time. They opened up a, a huge gaping hole. Edwards is able to take it down to the two. Going to be second or first and goal from the two. Panthers are in kind of a hurry-up offense right now. Again, Edwards, he pushes his way. Boy, I thought he was in, but they, they didn't give They're it to him. They're going to put him on the nose of the football is going to be resting on the goal line. And this is all, keep in mind, this is all set up by it. It wasn't a designed onside kick. It was just a kick that the Panthers, Kate Sheldon, was able to recover for uh, for Derby, and it's put us down in good position. They got an injured player for Lawrence. Uh, Panthers, that ball is it's less than a football length from the goal line. Well, I, and I thought that he'd crossed the goal line too. That the ball had crossed, but it is literally laying on the goal line. Yeah, Panthers are are in the driver's seat again. Uh, like like you said. Uh, the defense is going to get a little more time to talk about this and uh, what they have to do. They, they've got to come out and get a stop on this bunch of Lawrence Lions. Well, I think here, I mean, you got the ball in this position. 
Mercer Thatcher under center, follow this big offensive line into the end zone. You know, if Mercer wants it, this line gives a little bit of surge. I can't help but think score. A week or so ago, I'd have said that, but we got a few guys that are nicked up a little bit up there on front. Well, he's getting underneath, so you know what's going to happen here. Should be a touchdown. And it is. I looked on this far side. Line judge held his hands up pretty quick. Mercer lands about three yards into the end zone. Exactly what we were hoping would happen. Well, how fortunate is that onside recovery by Sheldon? Well, it, it got us back to leading 20 to 14. The extra point attempt, the all important extra point, and it's up and it is good. So the Panthers now take a 21 14 lead. We're still in the first quarter. We've got 20. But who would have who would have thought you'd have this many scores in this ball game? I think you and I both thought it was going to be a bit of a defensive battle tonight. Instead, you got 21 points for the Panthers, 14 for Lawrence. Well, and, uh, so we're we're going to settle into a pretty good ball game here. Yeah, so far, so far, neither defense has got off the bus. <laughs> I mean, you got to call it like it is. Uh, we haven't stopped them, and they haven't stopped us. Well, it just uh, as you see so often in the game, it turns into. Who stops who first to get some momentum from that? Let's hope that uh, our defense made, made some crucial adjustments there during that break. Yeah, let's uh, let's have another kick like the last one. I'm, I'm sure they won't allow it to hit the turf this time. Simmons kicks it high end over end. Going to come down at about the 15. Hit and brought down a nice tackle, but he falls forward to about the 25. So, Lawrence is going to have decent field position to start this possession. Uh, we, we should. I don't think Lawrence is going to get much more than probably a play in before the quarter ends. Then we'll switch us to our side, but keep in mind, Lawrence will get the football to start the second half. They marked it on the 24 with 16 seconds to go. Panthers lead this one 21-14 in a game that's, you know, been all offense. No no defense yet. Jules Guard is in the backfield. Looks like Wilkerson's with him. Jules Guard keeps it. He cuts it up. Panthers hit him hard, and he fell forward for about two, so it's going to be second and eight. Well, these are designed runs by Guard. They're not trying to fool anyone. He's just tucking the ball and following his walkers around the uh, outside. That time, the Panthers did a good job of stopping. That ends the first quarter. Panthers lead 21-14. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at DerbyRec. And we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads 21-14. We're just starting the uh, second quarter. It'll be second eight for Lawrence on about the 26-yard line. They're 26. Panther defense is uh, 
Hopefully they've made some adjustments. Ball's and the on ball's the on the ground, and he jumps on it. About Jules the 10-yard line. Well, there's a difference for you. When we talk about athletes, I know everybody, someone asked me this week, they said, yeah, are you Avery Johnson, you know, number one fan? But Avery Johnson picks up that ball and runs with it. He immediately, Jules Guard just ran back and fell on it. Yeah, Avery Johnson picks that one up. And and I'm, I'm going to guess that Jet Deneen picks that one up. And goes I agree. Too. That guy did the save it, safest thing. Now it's third down in, the, in about 22 or three. Back to pass. And it's going to be short of the first down by 10 or 11 yards. So the Panther defense, thanks to a bad snap, looks like they're going to get a stop. And anytime you get a stop, that's a good deal. Well, a huge deal because you you got a seven-point lead. Now Lawrence has to kick the ball into the wind. So Panthers are going to set up at about midfield to return this punt. Uh, Edwards, and it, look, it looks like also Trevon Rose, Trayvon Rose, Rose is back there with him. Good snap. And a punt. It just just died in the wind. It takes a Panther bounce. It's going to get out to about the 36. So they probably picked up maybe 16 yards on the punt. That takes you back to when Coach Clark decided to go for it. You know, maybe in pregame when they were kicking, they look at it and go, man, this is a risky play. So Panthers have an excellent field position to start this drive. This would be a good – this would be a good possession for the Panthers to score and uh, maybe get, I don't know if they'll get them out of their comfort zone, but, uh, you know, Panthers need to score. they got great field position. They're on the 36-yard line, 11-12 to go. They lead 21-14. Edwards straight up the middle. He gets hit hard at the line of scrimmage, makes no gain whatsoever. He's caught pretty hard. Doyle, you look at that Lawrence, they're in a very spread out it's more so than anyone we've seen this year. They're trying to cover the whole field against the Panthers. They're a 4-4. They're in, lined up in a 4-4 right now. Four down linemen, four linebackers. It's been very tight. To the, the, right now, all the rest of their defensive backs are just five yards off the ball. Second long for the Panthers. Back to pass. Got a man wide open. He dropped the football, and he was wide open. There wasn't a Lawrence defender within five yards. The ball was delivered pretty well. We just uh, didn't hang on. Looked like Caden Brown was the intended receiver, and, I mean, he was blocking. We could, I stood up. He was so wide open. Uh, he would have been. We would have had the ball at very worst on the 10-yard line. Instead, we uh, bring up third and 10 here. Yeah, that, that really if you get that really wasn't on the quarterback. That, that was uh, – you ask Brown, he'll say, I should have caught it. Edwards pushes his way. He's going to be close to a first down. He's going to be a yard or two short. And then, again, you're in a good position here, I think, Coach Clark. Once again, you look downfield. Panthers had some offensive line line alignment. Pancaking the Lawrence guys back seven, eight yards downfield. So offensive line that's just very stellar for the Panthers. Doyle, so far, knock on wood to be fairly healthy tonight. Well, you have to go for it here, fourth and two, maybe a little less to deep in Lawrence territory. Thatcher, I think he's going to get the first down, and he does inside the 25. Well, nice, nice read by Mercer Thatcher that time. It's kind of faked the pitch out to Edward. Lawrence 
bit on the play, and that time it was just Mercer's will to, to pick up the extra yardage first down. Picked up two, and that's all he needed. Two and an inch, and he got that. So it's first and ten Panthers from the 25. They lead 21-14, 9.30 left in the half. Well, Lawrence has got to worry about Mercer Thatcher's arm tonight. That's important. Edwards makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage, then he kind of falls backwards, picks up four, maybe five on the first down. And you're right, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to back them safeties off or they're because we've had guys running wide open. Well doing on the play we dropped the ball on again. They had all the rest of their guys were five yards off the football, so it was an easy call for Coach Clark. Just a little screen pass, and the guy was wide open, and he slipped. The turf monkey got him. Yeah, unfortunately, we turned field. I think that was Drake Thatcher. He turned up field, and just, uh, as you said, it, it's the, the, the turf monster, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he slips down, so now it brings up third and about six. Yeah, he lost about a yard, but he, he had he had wide open field. But, but that, again, all of a sudden, Lawrence has got to worry about a whole lot of different offensive schemes. The Panthers are throwing yeah, you, at him. Uh, he don't slip on that one, and he made you make a big gain out of it. And now we're going to give him five yards because we moved. So, golly, second down and, and about five is now turned into third down and about eleven. Well, you want to take advantage of of every situation you get in a ball game, but. Uh, I really like the idea that uh, coming in that uh, Lawrence was going to play the run so hard and Mercer's able to find receivers downfield. He's hit on a couple of them, got a couple balls dropped, but uh, good to see Mercer throw the ball well. It's going to be third and 11, so I'm sure this is probably going to be four down territory for the Panthers. I don't know why we're, somebody called a timeout or something. But... I think the officials tried to reset uh, some of the clock. 25 second clock. That bodes well for the Third and long. Big play here for the Derby. They lead 21 14. Back to pass. Wide open. What a boy, that was a good catch. The ball was high. And it's still going to be fourth down and Well, five. they're moving the sticks. I was going to say, I thought he got across just oh. to pick up the first down. By golly. Yeah, so nice play. And again, a wide open receiver. I, I was looking at the 20, and uh, I knew they had to get to right around the 15. And I was, well, whatever. It's first and 10. Edwards made a couple guys miss at the line of scrimmage. He gets down close to the five, so it's going to be close to a first down. I did get the yardage right there. How would you like to be a defensive coordinator looking at Dylan Edwards, trying to figure out how you're going to stall? Here comes a late flag, and I hope that it's not a personal foul against the Panthers. They're walking back, and there was no reason for the call. I, I just don't understand what we did. Unsportsmanlike after the play. So yeah, there was it. two flags that came up, so it had to be something somebody said. But how how upset they're going to make Coach Clark go from you know basically the five yard line? Now you're back to the twenty one. Yeah, you had you had second and one, and now you got second down and fifteen. So yeah, that's that's just not that's losing your head. Well, those are those things you got to you got to stay in control of, even if somebody else says something to you or does something. You're usually the guy that retaliates when he gets caught. No doubt 
about that. So Panthers kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. They just wounded themselves. So, again, it's second long now. Thatcher. Oh, my gosh. And he dropped it. Boy, we've got the dropsies tonight. Wow. I think that might have been break again uh, in the end zone. Let's see when he gets up. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Drake Thatcher. Doyle, he should have caught the football. It was in the end zone. It would have been six. Uh, unfortunately, when he came down, the, bar, the ball jars loose. We've dropped, we've dropped a couple balls that should have been. Uh, and these guys, we're not being critical of them. They ought to tell you, yes, I should have had that. We've dropped two or three that uh, should have been caught. That one would have been a six-point hit. And we got a reverse and a little bit of a pass. We got a guy open in the end zone. Touchdown. Should be a touchdown, Panthers. Wow, what a deep play. And I'm assuming that was Brock Serger that threw the ball on a reverse. We had a guy open in the end zone right on the edge. I'm sure it was Brock Zerger. So what a what a nice call by Coach Clark. Well, and he came on the reverse. We tried it one time last week. It didn't work. But that time we had a receiver wide open and Zerger delivers. Nice touchdown play. All important extra points coming. And it looks good, and it is. So with 8-12 to go, Panthers lead this one by two scores, 28-14. And the defense has got to be coming. They've got to be looking forward to this possession. Well, well, without a doubt, Doyle. If anything, Drake Thatcher redeems himself on that catch because it was a it was a pretty tough catch still. But man, what a play call by uh, Coach Clark and Doyle. I think you and I two or three weeks ago we made a comment that what it opens up when you've got Brock Zerger now playing wide receiver and he's also a quarterback that it just gives that other dimension to your offense. Boy, that that showed right there. Well, I think uh, I, I'm. I'm just going to guess on this, but Coach Clark was talking to one of the officials as he was going back to his special teams huddle, and I'll bet you he was talking about that 15-yard uh, unsportsmanlike because uh, he may not have known what what happened either. Well, you know? and and in the same regards, he may have said, "Hey, that ain't going to happen again," or whatever. You know, Coach Clark plays things pretty straightforward. One thing he doesn't like is his guys getting silly penalties. Well, Panthers lead now 28-14. Uh, they've they've really scored uh, 21 unanswered points against Lawrence, and they need to keep that going. And the way to do that is to have a good defensive series. High end over it's coming down at about the five. Oh, big hole! The only one that could. Wow, this is gonna this is gonna go all the way back. Yeah, we're not gonna stop him. He found a seam on the sideline and then cut back across across the grade. And, uh, that was yeah. That, that's looking, what I, you that's what you don't want to have. You know, you. you I think was, they're, they're, we're looking to see. Uh, there may be a flag. I, I don't know if there. I don't I, see. I think the flag. Derby. Everybody's walking back. There's a penalty on the flag. Forty nine yard lines where the flag. Oh, I, so I see a flag huge. now pick up there for the Panthers. Boy, there was no one in the way of the, of the return kick. Before he got to the 50, he was going to score. We just we just had nobody. Yeah, he, he went down the sideline and then just cut across the grade. Once he once he juked our kicker, you know, there was no one who was going to catch him. But, wow, Derby gets a huge break there. Yeah, they did get a huge break. 
getting those special teams plays. You know, Coach Clark, I, I believe, told you earlier in the broadcast that how much time he spends on special teams. I didn't have a chance to look over at Coach DeVore next next door to us, but I'm sure they were all pulling their hair out on that play. Well, I don't know what the call was, but I'm, I'm going to guess it was a block in the back or a hold. Those are usually what you see. Well, that's uh, a huge – I mean, again, what a turnaround for the Panthers. Well, that, yeah, that moved the ball. Instead of a six-point uh, return, it's now on the 39. They've got great field position, but at least they're not in the end zone. Exactly. 28-14 Derby, 7.50 to go in the half. Trips to this side on a keeper. It's Jules Guard. He gets hit up. He gets hit pretty good and driven back about four or five yards. Yeah, he picked still, up a couple of yards. He's the guy that's tried to tote the ball most of the night uh, so far, but he was hit very hard at the end of the play. Picked up three, two and a half, three yards. It's going to be, oh, second down and short seven, long six. They show motion. And again, Jules Guard on a keeper. He gets the first down. Panthers have not been able to solve this guy, and he's not doing anything fancy. He's just getting in behind his linemen and, and letting them take him wherever it is they take him. Well, he fakes the motion guy that time, and then just as you said, he just went off left tackle and uh, picks up big yards. They're getting in the Panthers' ways because we're, we're sure unable to tackle him. Now they give it on a reverse, and he's going to pick up four. Gets down inside the Panther 45 to about the 44. Well, yeah, they're going to pick up four on first down. So far, really, the Panther defense hasn't really put Lawrence in harm's way yet. They haven't had a third and long yet, except when he snapped the ball over the quarterback's head, but just – under normal circumstances, we haven't had him in a third and long situation. Well, that time, Bode brought the running back down from behind. Then again, back to pass, just a little screen out in the flat. Panthers hit him after about a yard and a half, two-yard gain. It's going to be third and fourth and third and four. And this is definitely four-down territory. Panthers lead 28-14. You're seeing, you're at least seeing Panthers made some adjustments more speed, which got love. The crowd's into it. Both crowds. Again, motion. Oh, I think yeah. Lawrence yeah, they're gonna, they're going to get a five-yard penalty, I believe. Yeah, their end on this side uh, picked his hand up way early. That's five yards further back at Doyle. You're right. You look over on their side. I'm not so, that, so sure that Lawrence didn't bring the biggest crowd we've seen tonight. Yeah, this year. year yeah. Sorry. yeah, they brought a band, too. I think there's some tubas over there. <laughs> so that's going to move it back. It's going to be third and nine from the Panther. Uh, looks like Panther 47. Well, it changes the play call here. Well, I, I, I don't know that it is four down territory. you got to see here. But you know, do you give the Panthers uh, the ball back in good field position? Yes, that's the other side of the coin, for sure. Again, they show motion back to pass. Pressure on Jules Guard. They're going to get him. Panthers are going to sack him. Yeah, well, there's a difference. Jules Guard's a runner. He's a straight-ahead guy. 
He is not elusive like some of the quarterbacks we've seen that scramble and get out of protection. So now you got fourth and long. I have a real roll of the dice here if you're if you're Coach Bowen. Oh, I, I think it's a big roll of the dice if they don't make this. It's, it's fourth down. They haven't moved the sticks yet. I don't see a flag. They haven't moved well, the down Coach marker. Bowen's talking to the line judge right now. I don't know what it's all about. We'll see what the White Hat has to say. Well, I don't know. They 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 holding against the defense. So that beautiful me? stop just gets negated. Are you kidding me? Still going to be fourth down. Well, third down. Third down. They replay the down. I'll be darned. Are you kidding me? I guess it's possible. So now it's right back where it was. Yeah, third third and about seven. So that was a timeout, Lawrence. That was a break for Lawrence. I, I didn't see a flag. Well, we got a break in the action. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses: the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie. Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, and Fisher Media. The next time you hear one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, I'm being told that Blue Valley Northwest now leads that ball game 15-7. Third down and about seven. Back pass and rolling to the near side, being chased, and that ball's going to be out of bounds. It's going to be now fourth down and about seven. Again, decision time for Coach Bowen. Uh, Here comes the punting team. I think a good decision because, man, if you don't get it, uh, you're giving Derby really good. I don't think Coach Clark's buying it. We'll we'll see whether he sends anyone back deep or not. Well, they've got their their kicker, uh, Glasgow. He's, He's back there. Now, now he's decided to send one guy back deep. I think a good decision. Yeah. Ball definitely get held up. 440 left, 28-14 Panthers. And a good snap. Kicker just, he drills one. Caught at the 10 and out of bounds at about the 14. That, that could have been a flag. He was, I mean... <laughs> That would have been a flag at the at another level, that's for sure. Well, you saw the official looked like he had his hand on his on his back pocket, but he didn't make a call. Uh, nice punt into the wind. Uh, it was a it was a nice tight spiral. Again, a good call by Coach Bowen as he drives the Panthers back to about the 13 yard line. Yeah, that that was that was a pretty good call. I, I'm thinking it's Trayvon Rose on the return for the Panthers, so it's going to be. First and 10 from the 13, 4.30 to go, 28-14 Panthers. Edwards finds a bit of a crease, and there's a penalty marker. I'm going to guess it'll be a hold on the Panthers. Yeah, you you hate seeing it in that part of the field because you you assume it's going to go back against the Panthers, put us in a little bit deeper hole. Maybe it'll be half the distance. 
Yeah, it's a hold on Derby. Yeah, you can almost tell what these penalties are by who throws the flag. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to move. Well, they're, yeah, I guess it's half, half the distance. Paul's going to rest on about seven. It's going to be first and, well, 17. It's easy to do the math. 28-14, just over four minutes to go in the half. Pitched it out to Edwards, makes a couple guys miss, gets out to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be second down and 10. Well, Panthers want to get out of this hole and nothing else. They want to, they want to get out where they can uh, get Lawrence to, to have a longer field if, if you're not going to Well, I'll tell you, you got uh, you got number two that is definitely capable of that if anybody misses. Uh, Mercer seeing guys wide open down the field. I don't think Coach Clark's scared to put the ball in the air in this uh, part of the field. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, the wind's at our backs. Second and 10, motion, now up straight up the field. Thatcher, run, run. run with it, and he's running. And he gets down close to a first down. It's going to be third down and short. Yeah, he, he had a wide open field. We're, we're telling him what to do. We're just supposed to be broadcasting. Well, he spread out the field so wide that time. Orange just kind of fell back out of coverage. He I think he finally figured it out, picks up good yardage, so it's down third and short. Yeah, he picked up eight on the play. And he had like I said, he had he had the whole side of the field open, so playbook gets pretty big when it's only third and two. Straight ahead to Edwards, big hole. Touchdown, Panthers. Nobody's like, going to catch him. It was like Dylan Edwards was shot out of a cannon on the play. No Lawrence guys had a chance. Dylan takes it to the house for, golly, well, that was just an explosive play. Yeah, it was about, uh, I'm going to guess, 70, 72, 77 yards on that. And nobody, I mean, I called the touchdown when he was on our own 40. Well, again, Lawrence was crowding the box. Give our linemen credit because they opened up a blasting hole for Dylan Edwards. And, and as I said, it was like he was shot out of a cannon. Now, first guy in sight. Now, 34 14. Extra point is up, and it is no good. That is not good. <laughs> you, you always uh, have to get that extra point. That's just the second miss of the year for Simmons. You know, last week we had one block where everybody in the house thought, you know, that uh, Lawrence Free State came across early and. And, and hurdle, which is illegal, but uh, that's the first real miss of the season for Simmons. It's 34-14. Yeah, those those uh, those kinds of things. Hopefully, it won't come back to haunt us. But uh, you know, those, those you got to make those extra points. Well, lots of online listeners again tonight. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Phoenix, Chicago, Denver, Helsinki, London, Castle Rock, Colorado, Charlotte, South Carolina, Cheyenne, Wyoming. San Antonio, Minneapolis, Atlanta, Washington, Colorado Springs, Ontario, Canada, Carlsbad, New Mexico, and, and a special shout-out to Ray McGaff. I know he's a longtime Derby listener. He's listening to us tonight in Texas. Once a Panther, always a Panther. We love our online listeners. Well, it's 34-14, I, I, and, you know, I'm going to believe uh, – I wish it was 35-14, but it's 34-14 with 2.43 left. High end over ends coming down at about the five again. 
This time the Panthers cover it, and they get out to about the 21. Yeah, both much better uh, uh, coverage on that kick. And, well, same setup. I mean, Lawrence was trying to return it on their side of the field, looking for that gap. The Panthers played that one very well. Go back to the Dylan Edwards touchdown. I, I mean, again, this kid goes from zero to 60 in the split second. And uh, you can't, I think if anything, Lawrence, you got to learn you can't crowd the box against Dylan. No, because it, it only takes one, one crease for that young man. And again, Jules Guard. And he's going to get dropped after a couple-yard gain. Now just one, I guess. Well, well Lawrence has got to be careful here, too. Well, they've got to be careful not falling in that traffic going over down and losing their composure in a ball game like this. Been very formidable opponent. The way the ball game started out, it was each offense just marching up and down the field. But uh, obviously the Panthers have made some good switches. Panthers have outscored them 27-0 since trailing 14-7. Clock moving under two minutes here in the half. Again, the score, 34-14. Your Panthers. Back to Pat, and there's a flag thrown immediately, so you got to figure it's going to be against Lawrence. Yeah, it's, mo- it is. it's movement on Lawrence, and I think that one came from the right hand. It did. But it was it was an immediate flag, so you again, you kind of get an idea of what Exactly, they're doing. Panthers have brought in an extra defensive back, and they took out uh, they they took out Cole Minton. Well, if you're Lawrence, you got to worry about turning the ball back over on downs to the Panthers. Panthers have th- are playing three deep now, so they're expecting a pass. And back to pass goes Jules Guard. High, and it's incomplete. Incomplete. The Panthers had good defense. It looked like Atkins, but the guy's four inches taller than Atkins, and he almost went over the top. Atkins did a good job jarring the ball loose. Well, and again, we had good pressure on Jules Guard. We kind of waited, and I believe it was Miles Wash all of a sudden came in on a full out run and, and really unloaded on Jules Guard. He throws it downfield, and uh, at first you thought the receiver was open, but uh, Corey Atkins does a good job of closing and. You know, just a nice play by uh, by our quarter. They brought in our $6 million man, Cole Minton. He's back at linebacker. The reason I say that is he's about three or four weeks removed from a very bad broken arm. Back pass. Now Jules guard. He's going to get hit and drop. Panthers need to call a timeout. And, and Coach Clark did. I saw him out there immediately on the field. So once again, Lawrence now is going to have to punt from, you know, deep in their own territory against a win, and Panthers have a minute 19 left. I don't know I don't know what adjustments the Panther defense has made, but they've been able to put the last couple, three possessions, they've been able to put pressure on Jules Guard, and uh, that, you know, again, you get him out of his comfort zone, and and uh, that's that's what happened. I, I think on that last play, Miles Wash was just kind of sitting back and probably once he saw what he needed to do to release, he came in on a dead sprint. I don't know any quarterback that would like to see Miles Wash running straight at you, knowing <laughs> there's no one going to block you. Uh, you and I saw him in the locker room a couple weeks ago, and I told you he's as well put together for a high school kid as, as many I've, I've ever seen. They're punting, and we've got guys standing inside their 50, so a good return here could net us out another score. 
high snap being taken inside the 40, 35, 30. Gets knocked down at about the 25-yard line. Yeah, you got to love the build position on that. Uh, and you can see it set up. As soon as we re- we got the punt in our hands, you can see that we were going to pick up good positive yardage. And it looked like on the return for the Panthers was, I thought, Trayvon Rose. So now the Panthers have the ball on Lawrence's 25-yard line. Oh, we already have a 34-14 lead. A minute seven to work with Coach Clark. And, and I believe still one timeout. Well, let's uh, let's just make it 41 to 14 going into half. That would be super. Again, Thatcher and Edwards in the backfield. Thatcher, little jump pass caught by his brother Drake inside the 20. Just a little quick pass out to the tight end. I think a big difference in, in more is what you see defensively is when Mercer started throwing the ball downfield. It made them make the adjustments and respect that, that our passing game. And if you're defensively, you got to go, man, if we pack the box on these guys, not only does Mercer have a cannon, but Dylan Edwards gets a, a half a step on us. We have no one to stop. Yeah, I don't know what Mercer's passing completion will be at halftime, but there's been three or four just flat drops. And so he's been throwing the ball good tonight, Mercer had. Give it to Edwards. He fakes the reverse, gets to the outside. First down, makes a guy miss inside the 10 to about the 7. Well, they're going to knock him, take him out of bounds at about the 10. Uh, and again, how would you like to be that guy out on the corner when Dylan Edwards has your one-on-one and you know you've watched the film on him and you're thinking, man, I hope someone's behind me to stop this cat because he's, uh, he's very elusive. You, you've seen me unchained, so we, me and Dylan, we're in the same boat. I, I got to agree. We pitched it to Dylan. He makes a couple guys miss, but then he's dropped for about a yard loss. It's going to be second down. Katie Panthers still have 40 Derby. seconds left on the clock, so and one timeout, and they're hitting They're trying to hurry up, Panthers are. 30 seconds left. They lead 34 to 14 again. Edwards. Oh, he got made a guy miss. Touchdown, Panthers. <laughs> Dylan Edwards, what do we say? He makes a lot of guys miss, and he just added a, a little – sidestep and all the Lawrence guys bid on it. He cuts back against the grain and dives into the end zone. Wow. Lawrence has just been shell-shocked this last quarter. Yeah, Panthers are. Yeah. And here's the all-important extra point. It's 40-14. to 14. Oh, that that looked, I don't know if that, and that's good. Boy, that, that one, wow. It was good. It's 41-14. Panthers lead this one, and uh, there's 27 seconds to go in the second quarter. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, we were fortunate. I think that that ball got through, and it got through just uh, barely. But, wow, if you're Lawrence and over on that sideline, what started out is, hey, we got a seven-point lead, and we're marching the ball down against the Panthers. Turned into an onside kick. Uh, not an onside kick, but a kick return that was covered by Cade Sheldon. And from there, uh, the Panther offense just rolled. Uh, yeah, it, it, they've, uh, they were behind 14-7 at one, at one point. So they've outscored them 34-0 since then. There's a lot of game to go, and, and I'm going to guess Coach Clark's going to stay on it. I think he's going to keep the, the pedal on the on the accelerator. Well, the way, the way Lawrence started the ball game scoring, you got to go. Hey, you know, we don't want to give them any opportunities to crawl back in it. 
one thing Coach Clark talked about to us during the week is, you know, that he watched a lot of game film last week trying to figure out why his offense stalled out in the second half. So hopefully they make those adjustments in the second half. We do keep the pedal down. 27 seconds left. Panthers 41. Lawrence 14. This is for a trip to the state finals in Emporia next week. Simmons approaches. And it's just an end over end. It's coming to the near side, taken at about the two or the 20, excuse me. Panthers covered it really pretty well. He gets out to about the 30, does the return man. That's Baylor Bowen. Well, what do you what do you do if you're Coach Bowen here? You got 22 seconds left. You've been pretty much handled in the in the second quarter. You take a chance throwing the ball up and seeing if you can score to you. Are you content with uh, just running the clock out with something basic? Well, I think the Panthers think they're going to be throwing because they brought Minton, Minton out, and it looked like they put in Damare Baker as an extra D-back. And they hand it off to the tailback. He gets a first down out to the 45. That was Wilkerson. And then timeout Lawrence, and again, you get that big a play on first down, it changes things drastically because now you can you can throw the ball downfield. You're just in a little better position. Yeah, and they get the ball to start the second quarter. They'd like nothing better in the last 16 minutes to get within field goal range at least and uh, let their guy kick a field goal and then come back and get the ball to start the second half. The only thing on our side on that would be, is there is some win for this kicker, but I'm with you. This young man, uh, watching him in pregame, he was drilling the ball. A couple of his kickoffs after they scored, he was kicking them nearly through the goalpost. Uh, quite a leg. Yeah. yeah, he's got a leg. There's no doubt about it. And again, the crowds from both both uh, schools are huge. Of course, ours is, is well, big. Why, why wouldn't they be? You got a state semifinal action against two powerhouses. If you like high school football, you couldn't like this setting anymore. Well, I think Panthers are back to their regular defense because Minton's in the game now. And again, back to pass. Being chased is Jules Gard. He's been caught by Miles Wash and thrown down for a loss. Yeah, and, I, and Panthers are going to get flagged here probably for a face mask. Well, I, I, I saw immediately one of the Panthers uh, holding his head. Man, another good play like that's going to be eliminated, it looks like, by a penalty. A big penalty. Face mask. Yeah, that's a tough one because we had Jules Garden nailed in the back. Yeah, he was back at their own 39-yard line. Still, it was only a five-yarder. It's it's still first down, and it's first and nine. And they're winding the clock. I don't. They might get one more playoff, but I don't think so. They're not even going to try anything. Uh, It's it's going to be halftime. Panthers are going to. Well, somebody called a timeout. The clock stopped with four seconds to go. I guess you you figure in that in that place you got one last play and run a gadget play or you do something here. You know, I think Jules Guard has a pretty good arm. You know, maybe you just chuck the ball downfield to see what happens. Uh, yeah, you might get a pass interference. Yeah, there's you know? all kinds of things that you can try to do. But uh, I think if the Panthers, uh, I like putting pressure on Jules Garden. He does not have the limits that we saw last week, uh, you know, or, or gets maze. He just doesn't uh, move out of the pocket there as well. He can run. I mean, the young man. Well, he runs well straight ahead, but he doesn't have that. 
that ability to uh, ad lib with himself. He's a uh, he's a pretty good athlete, no doubt about it. Panthers got four guys back deep. This should be the last play, and unless there's back to pass, throwing it deep, Panthers should pick it off, and they knock it down. It's incomplete, and that ends the first half. Good defense out there by the Panthers. How risky a play was that? He ended up just knocking the ball down, but you pick that, you make them six down the sideline. So, with you know, our speed, you really rolled the dice. With speed there, uh, he picked that he could score, and because uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on on that side of the field. So anyway, Panthers are uh, they're ahead by you know, pretty good, pretty good lead, and uh, hopefully they can keep that lead. Again, we know that uh, uh, Lawrence will get the ball to start the second half, so it'll. It'll be it'll be real interesting to see how the Panther defense comes out and, and you know what I what I think we're going to see Kevin I think we're going to see the defense that they'll they'll have them in the locker room and they'll be able to talk to them in more detail about what they want them to do defensively in the second half. Well, the way the ball game started with both teams marching the ball up and down the field on each other and you know I think all the Panther fans were like, what do we got to do to make this stop? I, I say it every week. I, I think our coaching staff is superior to most. They, they make those adjustments. Once they did, they, it's really been lights out against Lawrence. He put a lot of pressure on Jules' guard, stopped the outside front. And uh, I'm with you. I think you went at halftime. And you, you just reiterate that. And Coach Clark, we got to say, we're not going to have a bad second half like we have uh, in, in a couple of the last few weeks where, where we did uh, keep scoring. We kind of stalled out. I think you come in and you, you got to put more points on the Yeah, oh, I, I, there's no doubt. you got to keep your, your uh, as, as they say, <laughs> pedal to the metal or whatever it is they say. And, uh, you know, I, I think Panthers are going to look to do that in the second half, even though Lawrence, uh, uh, they'll get the ball to start in the second half. Panthers lead this one 41-14. This is Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1985, d Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that d Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options, including next-level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want, from traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. 
We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Build Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Build Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Mooney Pie, I love me some fall events. Go sport ball. You know, the Derby Public Library has lots of events this fall. What events are you talking about? Events for kids of all ages and adults, too. We just have to visit derbylibrary.com for all the info. Holy smokes, the library sounds like a party to me. Hey, kid, you're holding that football wrong. Let me show you how it's done. Oh, granny. Derby Public Library. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We're back at Panther Stadium where... uh... Derby leads Lawrence 41 14. It was a ball game that Lawrence led at one point, 14 to 7. And since then, the Panthers have put on a scoring bench. And, and I hope they took their, take their medicine at halftime and, and uh, keep that binge going. Oh, no question. I think it's got to feel a whole lot better going into halftime ahead of the ball game. Uh, we're getting ready to interview. Uh, uh, Kevin Chase, he's a, I, I hate to say an old-time Derby resident, because I think you and I are about the same age, but Kevin's a, a long-term Derby resident. I know you, Kevin, I know you've been involved in the football program for several years. I guess my first question is, uh, you've know, you got a different play to play here, you know, back in the, in the uh, mid-2000s. Tell us, being around these kids now, what the difference is you're seeing between back when uh, – your son played in the days. Well, I think uh, Coach Clark's done a really good job in reestablishing that derby tradition. Um, these kids, uh, 
he knows them from first and second grade. They know him. So by the time they get to the high school program, they're they're ready to go. And, and uh, he's just done a really good job in growing the whole program. Size-wise, speed-wise, uh, I know I've seen a difference. You're down on the field with them a lot. What do you see? Well, it's scary. Uh, those boys are big and they're strong. The speed of the game is incredible. So tell us a little bit about what your role is for the team right now. And I know you're out there, and I, and I believe you're part of the inspirational group. But talk to us about what you do for the team. Five years ago, Coach Clark asked me to uh, fill a role in being the culture coach for the program, for the, for the team specifically. Uh, during the summer, we do a couple of retreats out at our ranch. We do a leadership and faith retreat for the seniors. We do a retreat for the uh, incoming sophomores and their either their father or their mother. That's a powerful uh, retreat that we do. And then during the season, um, I help run the Thursday night meetings, talk to the boys, give them a message, uh, use my business background. I, I don't talk a lot of football. They get plenty of that during the week. Uh, but uh, try to try to be a point of inspiration for the boys. Well, I know that uh, yourself, Coach Clark, guys started uh, I believe it's called the Three Compass. And you know, Doyle and I were fortunate a couple of weeks ago. We got to talk at the team dinner, and you know, all the one thing we told Coach Clark is these kids are so into what's going on. They're they're white. They're just great citizens. Talk to us just briefly about One Degree Compass and what it means. One Degree Compass has been uh, real key and. In uh, being a foundation for the culture program, it's, uh, it's foundationed on it's an acronym: ACEs, accountability, character, energy, and service. Uh, we talk to the boys all season long about those those things. And our goal every Friday night is to put the most mature team on the field, and we feel that if we can do that, then chances are we'll come out successful on the scoreboard as well. But I think that's just a tribute to what you've done. Yeah, these are these are not just great football players, but just and I tell Coach Clark that every week, man. We're just good citizens, and I think you're a, a big part of that. Well, I appreciate that. We we talk to the boys about what makes a great team. They they all bring a, a skill set to the team. You need fast guys, strong guys, guys that can catch, guys that can tackle. If you can bring all them together and have a singleness of purpose, which this team does, you you've got something special. Kevin, we can't thank you enough for stopping up tonight, talking to us a little bit. Again, kudos to you and everything you do for this football team. Well, I, I will speak for the community that uh, we are so thankful for you and Doyle with what you do. You've you've done this for uh, I'm not going to even guess, but uh, for a, a long time, and you're a big part of the tradition of Derby football. Well, we appreciate that. That was uh, Kevin Chase that uh, took time to come up and speak to us a little bit tonight. Again, just another. Another product of Derby football and what this organization means to the community of uh, Derby. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, this is big in Derby, and it's guys like Kevin, guys like Coach Clark, and the, the youngsters that play the game that make this program what it is. Well, as I said, you and I had the privilege of talking to the team dinner. You and I both walked out. I don't think our first words were anything about the football team. And, man, this is a great group of young men that are very polite, very considerate, very attentive. Uh, so get to the program. Absolutely. Panthers lead this with 41-14. We're about seven minutes away from the start of the second half. 
This is Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby high school athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. D&M Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557 and on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Lawn got you down? Diamondback Total Lawn Care offers services for all your lawn needs. They can be reached at 573-2267 or on their Facebook page, Diamondback Total Lawn Care. Diamondback Total Lawn Care is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Kevin Tate, you're 
ready for the obligatory three-minute workout. Both teams are on the field. Uh, the score is 41-14, and I believe Kevin's got some nice stats for us. Well, we do tonight. Doyle, uh, first downs. Panthers, uh, 10 first downs. Lawrence, 13. But here's, here's a little telltale. Rushing Panthers, 27 touches, 258 yards. Lawrence, 18 touches, just 73 yards. Well, that, that, that sounds about right. Uh, after the first couple series, the Panthers kind of figured some things out, and uh, you know, they, they kind of shut Lawrence off a little bit. Well, we talked about Mercer Thatcher having a pretty decent night. He's 5 for 9, 112 yards, where Lawrence is 3 for 6 for just 49. Doyle, 370 yards of total offense in the first half for the Panthers, just 122 for Lawrence. It, it's uh, it's been a pretty good first half for the Panthers. Uh, uh, I personally am, am surprised that uh, uh, we've put up that much yardage against the, the Lawrence defense as well as held Lawrence as low as we have. Well, Panthers skin three for seven for Zerger, or excuse me, for Mercer Thatcher for 86 yards. Brock Zerger on the reverse throws the ball for a 21-yard touchdown for the Panthers. Caden Brown, two, two catches for 60. Derek Hubbard, one for 26. Drake Thatcher, for two for 26. Dual grab this. Dylan Edwards, 20 touches already, 228 yards on the night. Mercer Thatcher, three carries for 16. And Caden Brown on the reverse has one carry for two. So, again, just a, a, a stellar night so far for Dylan Edwards. He, he's touched the ball a lot. Uh, 20 touches in, in the first half. I don't believe I remember him carrying the ball that many times in the first half. But uh, you know he's a tough kid, and he can he can take it. Well, we were we were talking about uh, that touchdown run when the offensive line just opened up a, a sea for for uh, Dylan to go through. And Doyle, uh, the coach, the staff, everyone said, you know, it was something they saw, and they just they made the call. The offensive line made their blocks. And everybody was high fiving Coach Panera, who's one of our offensive line coaches on the on the call. And you know you know if you're Dylan Edwards. It had to look like a track meet that you were lining up for the 100-meter dash because there was no one going to touch you. Yeah, well, you know, and, and again, you got to give credit to the offensive line. Uh, these are a bunch of young men that have been beat up pretty good. They they uh, they got beat up a little bit. They got they got beat up a little bit last week, and they they've been in there just doing doing their thing uh, tonight for the running game as well as protecting the passer. Uh, and once again, our offensive line, we had two or three guys banged up last week. And I mean, with ankle sprains, with a couple of them that shoulders actually popped out of socket and went back in. I heard, uh, you know, one of the fans told me in the week, they said, did you look down and see our trainer on that play? And I'm like, no, nah, you know, we saw something. But he goes, man, he went old school and actually had his foot on the young man trying to pop the shoulder back in place. And he said, once he did, the pain went away, but it was it was very sore and very tender. So, again, kudos to, to Rex Schott, our trainer, for the great job he does. He ha- Yes, and he's done a, a great job for years. And uh, when he, he'll be sorely missed when he leaves. I think he re- might be retired after this year. But he's done his time. There's no doubt about it. Panthers are going to be kicking off. And think back deep, it looks like it is Avalon Nelson on the far side, and that's usually where uh, uh, Simmons has been kicking the ball. Still a pretty good win behind Simmons' back. 
high end over end, it's going to drive. Yeah, he he got a lot of leg into that one. It it went deep into the end zone. Lawrence will have it first and ten on their twenty. Well, I think the statement's got to be made by the defense again on this first series. They played really well after the first two or three series, and they've shut Lawrence down. You got to come out now in the second half and uh, figure that Lawrence has made some adjustments and keep the pressure on uh, this uh, Chesty Lions team. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to do that. By we, I mean the Panther defense. First and ten from the twenty. Jules guard on a straight keeper going to the far side. He breaks out in the open and picks up ten on first down. Well, I thought the Panthers were stringing the play out very well, but Jules Guard got to the edge and turned it up for, for a first. Panthers are going to have to they're going to have to stay on top of it just like they were the latter part, about the last quarter and a half of, of the uh, first half. This time they hand it back to pass, being chased, and the Panthers had it covered very well, and it looked well. It was a good no call. Well, it was, and, and the ball was thrown up pretty well. It was just in the wind, and the Panthers did a great job of getting back into coverage because we were burned, but we caught up. There's a flag. Well, it's in the it's in the in the back part that you gotta assume it's going to be a hold. But let's see, uh, Panthers don't seem to be moving, so they're oh, going to be backing up, roughing the passer. Roughing, you know, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to saying this. We've done this 20 years, and I've watched Panther football for a long time, and I've seen roughing the pass more this year than in probably 30 years. And it always comes at a bad time, it seems like. And that was great coverage by our defensive back. It looked like it was Corey Atkins. Nevertheless, it's first and 10 on the 46-yard line. Back to pass, just a hit out in the flat. Going to pick up five yards. Well, Aikens nearly read that duel. That was, again, one of those dangerous pass plays. You pick it, no one's around Corey at all. He's going to score. But uh, I agree with you. I think that's one of the things the officials are really looking at hard this year is the roughing the pass. And they give it straight ahead. Hit hard at the line of scrimmage. And there's no gain on the play. That was Wilkerson. So it's we go back to that uh, roughing the passer. Well, I, I know I, for one, was looking downfield to see whether they were going to catch the ball, so I didn't have the opportunity to see if we uh, roughed the passer or not. But uh, pretty good uh, pretty good defense uh, by Derby. He has Aikens on the coverage. Yeah. Now coming in the game is Hopper. Motion. They keep it to in a big hole. Jules guard and you know oh this this will probably be a penalty no I, I you so. know Derby probably got away with one there because it was a very late hit out of, out of bounds it, it looked like it. it it looked like it from here so maybe that's a makeup <laughs> yeah I I'm I was expected to see the flags but they didn't fly 41 14 Lawrence is on the move uh that 15-yard penalty helped him out a lot. It's first down on the Panther 37-yard line. 10-20 to go in the third quarter. Again, they give it straight ahead. Big hole. Going to be a touchdown, Lawrence. Wow, he just brought got through our second uh, line of coverage, and there was no gonna no one going to stop him. Avalon Nelson, and he, to be honest, he didn't deserve that. 
you know, no, we had hands on him at the line of scrimmage. That uh, from our hands on him, we didn't just we didn't bring him down. We had a guy dragging on him, and he just drug out of that. So that that fifteen yard penalty helped, but it's now forty one to twenty. And the extra point, I'm sure, is good, and it is. It's 41-21, so Lawrence does what they needed to do to start the second half. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the Panthers are going to be talking about this a little bit. Well, and that's what uh, Coach Bowen would have talked about at halftime is we get the ball in our hands. That's what we wanted. we got to go down and score and get ourselves back in this ballgame. Derby's job now is not to have that stalemate in the second half where we can't get things going we got to come out and put points on the board quickly. There's no doubt about it. Uh, last week was a prime example of that. Uh, it came out, I don't know, second half we didn't do much. In fact, I think we, except for a 95-yard touchdown run, I don't think we had a first down until sometime in the fourth quarter. And uh, so we've got to avoid that type of deal because Lawrence is not going to wait on you. You know, I looked out there. It'll be interesting to see what Derby does on this return, whether they – I assume they're going to get the ball because, again, they're kicking into a pretty good win. But uh, I noticed Coach Olmstead was spending quite a bit of time talking to his two returners. And it is Hubbard and Edwards. Edwards to the far side, Hubbard near side. We'll see if this young man has the leg to kick it into that 20-mile-an-hour south wind. No, he's just going to kick it on the ground. It's picked up 25, 30, 35, 40. So good return by one of our up guys. So Panthers are going to have the ball on the 40, first and 10. Well, that was probably a good call. We just squib kicked the ball on the ground. And, you know, in that kind of wind, you really want to take a chance to Dylan Edwards or uh, Derek Hubbard getting the ball in their hands. Going to be first, again, first 10, Panthers lead. 41-21. 41-21. We're in the third quarter. 10-14 left. Interesting to see what Coach Clark comes out with uh, play calling wise here. Panthers, again, Panthers need to sustain what they started in the first half. Couple yard gain on first down for Thatcher. That's that's about it. Well, I think Thatcher did the right thing on the option that time, cutting the field ball upfield because uh, Lawrence had put a hat on a hat. They had a couple of guys out there ready for the pitch, so he got uh, at least some positive yardage out of the play. It's going to be second, eight from the Panther forty-two. Empty backfield. Now they're looking at the sideline to check with me, get the play called. Less than 10 seconds on the play clock. Just barely got it off. And Thatcher's going to be, he's going to pick up some yardage. Good job by Mercer Thatcher. He should have been sacked and he was able to get out of there. And he gets up to about a yard short, maybe two yards. Boy, they didn't give him a very friendly spot. Well, they, they did. You're, you're exactly right. Lawrence brought a lot of pressure that time down, and he just kind of ducked underneath the Lawrence defenders and was able to pick up some positive yardage. Third down and three for the Panthers. Again, this to me, this is a big big third down play. We, we need to get something going here. Edwards straight ahead. 
It's going to be close. He's, he's not going to make it. He's going to be short by a half a yard. Well, and I'm going to go back here. If I'm Coach Clark, I, I go with Mercer Thatcher on a quarterback sneak. You got fourth and about a half a yard. This offensive line is so powerful. I, I just say you go for it and see what happens. Well, they got to get to the 50, and the ball's laying on the Panther 49. And here he goes under center. First down, Panthers and more. Gets down to the Lawrence 45-yard line, so good job by the Panther offensive front. Well, if you, I think anybody in the house can, could have bet on that one. <laughs> hey, Mercer just needs to pick up half a yard. Let's let this uh, veteran offensive line carry him, and he picked up about four. That's that's uh, Key, Thompson, Con, Vickers, and Jackson. That's who we have starting up front for the Panthers, and that ended up being about a five- or six-yard game. 41-21s, under eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Panthers are on the uh, 40, looks like 46-yard line of Lawrence. Thatcher cuts up, finds a good lane. First down, still on his feet in 2015-10. Touchdown, Mercer What Thatcher. a great read by Mercer Thatcher. He drew the play out over and over. Looked like he was going to pitch to Edwards. Instead, cuts up inside, takes it to the house. Mercer Thatcher's having a good ball game tonight. Mercer Thatcher is playing lights out tonight. But it's the time of the year to do that. Yeah, that's the answer the Panthers needed. Lawrence goes down and scores. Panthers needed that score here in the second half. I don't know what Panthers are looking back at, at the official. All important extra point. And it is now 48-21. to 21. Panthers with 7.30 to go. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. The Derby Recreation Center. Confederated Builders. Derby Junior Football. The Derby Informer. Derby Public Library. Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie. Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Derby Overhead. Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, Doyle, it's early here in the in the third quarter, and I don't know anyone in the house that would have bet that Derby would have 48 points in a state semifinal game against Lawrence. I, I, I think they need one, maybe two more scores to cinch this baby up and uh, go on for another week. Well, we saw how fast Lawrence scored after half. And they scored fast their first two touchdowns, so we know they can score quickly. And the Panthers on a nice run by Mercer Thatcher, they they had a nice score there too. So it's taken at about the five by Nelson. And he's going to get out to... Gosh, the 33-yard line where the Panthers gang-tackled him. Going to be first and 10 for Lawrence from there. Yeah, he's a scary runner. He's a pretty good-sized kid. And when he uh, sees open field, uh, you know, you, you just got to wrap him up. Fortunately, that time the Panthers were able to close in. They list him at six one or six foot 190, and he's all of that, I think. First and 10. And back to pass. 
Panthers play that one pretty good. They're going to get maybe two, maybe three yards on the play. But Panthers, it was just a quick pass to the far side. Well, he, had, he throws that into double coverage. And those are plays that if you pick off, you're going to score on. And Panthers haven't been fooled by it at all. But that's how, how offenses try to loosen up a defense. Second and seven. Clock moving under seven minutes. Panthers lead 48-21. Jules Guard is the quarterback. Nelson is the tailback. They give it to Nelson. Panthers stop him up at about the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be third down and about seven for the Lions. Well, and a big third down play here because, again, if uh, Lawrence doesn't get this, you got to assume they're going to punt the ball and they're punting into the wind. You give a very potent Derby Panther offense uh, the ball back. Clock moving. Be right around six minutes when this play is underway. Back to pass. Caught first down. Guy knew exactly how far he needed to get, and it was just a quick hitter on the outside. Jules Guard got him the ball. Well, that's the things you practice all the time is, hey, where do we need to get to to move the sticks? And that was just a, a very nice stop route out there by uh, Lawrence. Jules Guard is right on target. Panthers covered it pretty well, and it's, it's real hard to put pressure on Jules Guard when he's getting rid of the ball that fast. Again, Jules Guard on a keeper, and he, he runs the ball a lot. He and, runs the ball a lot, and they're designed runs where, you know, as we said, uh, you know, last week, Deneen and, and uh, you know, Avery Johnson, some of the times when they picked up their big yards or when they were under dress, and uh, Jules Gard just tucks and runs. Clock moving, about five and a half minutes left, 48-21. And they give it to Nelson. This time the Panthers played that very well. Nice one-on-one -on -one tackle out there. Yeah, very nice job by the Panthers on the play, and, and you said it. It was one-on-one -on -one out, and uh, the Panthers, it looked like, uh, was that Clemens, Doyle? It looked like it was Clemens to me. That was a nice tackle, one-on-one. One-on-one one on one right at the ankles. Third down and about eight, so he lost a yard, maybe two. Back to pass. Now, pressure. Panthers are going to sack him. It's going to be fourth down. And about 13. Give our defensive coordinator and his staff a ton of credit because they're bringing the pressure. And that time they brought pressure to Jules Guard. Had nowhere to go. You know, the difference is we have not let Jules Guard hurt us by ad-libbing when there's not anywhere to throw the ball. Well, he, he had three or four Panthers he had to deal with. <laughs> so the, the, he brought the sink. Coach, everything but the sink, I guess, Coach Wheatrick did on that one. Low snap, handled, going to be taken at about the 2 or 40, and out of bounds at about the 40 is Dylan Edwards. So Panthers are going to have a good field position. They lead 48-21, 405 left in the third quarter. Well, one of the questions I believe I asked uh, Coach Wietrich earlier tonight was, uh, what do you do against that? Uh, if that's your Achilles heel, what do you do against it? He said it's always a problem. Well, I don't know. He must have watched a lot of film or taken it to heart because he's done a good job of uh, stopping Jules Guard tonight. 
First and 10 Panthers from the Panther 43. Again, looked like Thatcher. This time he's going to pick up maybe a yard. Well, in the in the eastern bracket, uh, Blue Valley Northwest now leads 28 to 7 over Blue Valley West. Now, Blue Valley West is like the seventh or eighth seed on that side of the bracket, and uh, they they upset some people to get to where they're at now. Second and ten for the Panthers. Clock moving 3:35. We're in the third quarter. And Derby leads 48-21. Another score would be very nice. They pitch it out to Edwards. Makes a couple guys miss. Came to a complete stop and then just pushed forward and got out to about the 50 and got a real lousy spot, I think. Well, and and Dylan Edwards, it was a very slow pitch. It was really not a well-designed play. You know, what, what should have been stopped for no gain. Dylan Edwards just does the incredible and picks up good yardage. Yeah, I, I see him laying out past the 50-yard line, and they marked it on the 50. Uh, well, Coach Clark was out there talking to his quarterback after the pitch, and I'm sure he was saying, that's a really dangerous pitch you just made, but Dylan Edwards is just a special kid. So the Panthers, they got 10 seconds to get this playoff, so they need to hurry. They don't need a five-yard penalty. Thatcher getting to the outside. Now he's going to pull it down and run. He reached for the sideline or reached for the marker. It's going to be close. It's going to be very close. I think they're going to say he's just shy, but great job by Mercer Thatcher of getting outside and then trying to dive for the first down. Yeah, he showed very good field presence. Well, Doyle, we're back to that fourth and one. I say Mercer Thatcher under center. Well, it's not even one, Kevin. It's about a half a yard. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, that, these, these are those kind of plays that, you know, Coach Clark's a little bit of a gambler. You put Mercer Thatcher under there, everybody collapses. You do a little jump pass across the middle, and, you know, we'll see. Yeah, if they're going to do anything, you're going to hand the ball off, you hand it off to number two. Panthers are going to have to call timeout. And they do. And they do. You know, good timeout by Coach Clark. Well, more importantly, this has been a quick third quarter. We're down to 134 left. Panthers lead 48-21. And, you know, the Derby offense has definitely not just stalled here in the second half. Yeah, we need to we need to pick this up, keep the drive going, use a little bit of clock and uh, put one in the end zone. And, and, you know, it, it might make people rest a little easier because uh, Lawrence can score and they can score in a hurry. An update, uh, it looks like now Blue Valley Northwest leads 35-7 to late in the third quarter. So, uh, again, we keep giving you those scores because if Derby's fortunate enough to move on to, to next Saturday's action, that's a team we'd play in Emporia. Yeah, Blue Valley Northwest, they, it's probably been their best season in quite some time. Oh, Doyle, here's the score we talked about earlier. May's 14, Cape and 14 into the third quarter. We thought that'd be a heck of a ball game. Here we go. Fourth down, Thatcher. He should get it. They, There's no he way. He should just get barely it. get it. I think he kind of fell, but, uh, they, oh, and here comes a late flag. Let's hope that that's not something against the Panthers. Uh, 
I see one of the officials pointing at one of the Panthers. You know, Coach Bowen's out on the field pleading in his case. I, I would hope it would be a post-play foul if it so. Is. It, it's a post-play. The Panthers got the first down. So if it's against the Panthers, it will should still be a first down. Uh, we're waiting to see what the White Hat says. Coach Bowen was out on the field. First down. Yeah, it's going to be a dead ball foul against the Panthers. Gosh, that's two. Again, you don't want to see the 15 yards, but, you know, it's good to have a whole fresh set of downs as well. Well, it is. I, I get all that, but, you know, that's two of those. And, uh, you know, you, you just you got to keep your cool. I don't even know what happened. I, I think one of the Panthers might have got too close to an official. Well, no, and immediately you saw a couple Panthers holding him back. So, again, you just got to keep your head in a ball game like this. So instead of having it. Lawrence territory. We're now back in our own territory at about the 39, but we still have it first and 10, and we lead 48-21. Yeah, the first down was huge, and it eats up clock. And you know, if we can put some more points on the board, you got to feel pretty darn good. Yeah, got to keep got to keep a little bit of a cool head here, and uh, you know that that was a big deal there. Like I said, instead of having it in Lawrence territory, it's now first and 10 back on our 39. But, like I said, it is a first and ten. Edwards picks up two, maybe three on first down. Well, in, in other action, uh, we always watch and see what uh, Joel Appleby and Mill Valley is doing. They're up on Aquinas uh, late in the third quarter, 28-19. to 19. You know, quite a quite a combination there. Cousins, uh, Joel Appleby, and and uh, Brandon Clark, and a lot of state championships. Been one at Mill Valley and at Derby with those two. Yeah, Again, they yeah, coached those, together out of college. Those, those two cousins are probably the dominant, uh, at least numbers wise. There's probably, oh, I don't know, eight or nine state championships between the two of them. I mean, included by both of them. Edwards up the middle, got a big hole, first down, touchdown, Panthers. No way anybody's going to catch him. <laughs> yeah, you just look out in the minute that he hit, and, boy, he hits the, the end zone with the sprinter stretch, giving the nod of the head. Doing all I was looking for the minute he broke the line of scrimmages. No penalties, no penalties. Wow. They, Derby May had just slammed the door shut on Lawrence. Now nah, they're going to have one more. <laughs> then we can, we can lock it that way. That was a good run by Dylan Edwards. Good blocks. 60, 61 yards. Panthers now lead 54-21. Extra point is up, and it is good. So with 14 seconds to go in the third quarter, it's now 55-21. And, uh, you know, Panthers are looking pretty good right now. But there's still a lot of football to play. A lot of football to play. Uh, going back to that, uh, Joel Appleby and Brandon Clark being cousins, Interesting fact, out of college, you know, the two of them talked about it, They said, whoever the first guy is to get a head coaching job, the other would follow. How fortunate Derby is that Coach Clark got that job, brought brought his cousin Joel to Derby. Joel was the defensive coordinator here for years, and he was fantastic. And, and we knew that, gosh, he's probably not going to stick around because everybody in the state was wanting him as their assistant. And he resurrected that Mill Valley uh, football program. He sure did because Mill Valley – they were on a perennial losing streak up there, and uh, Joel come in, took him a year or two, and and uh, he got things straightened around, and, and 
He's, he's one of the winningest coaches in 5A now. Well, I mean, what he's done is what he's done is uh, we're laughing a little bit, chuckling because we, we were looking over at one of our guys in the booth next door and he was jumping up and down and getting with the music. So everybody at Panther Stadium having a good time tonight. High end over end kick coming down at about the two to Nelson. Panthers play that one very well this time. It, they they stop him short of the twenty yard line. Well, and and the last blow that was delivered was earth shattering. And and all of a sudden Lawrence has got to be looking at the scoreboard, looking at how things have gone tonight. You do you start feeling the effects of this uh, one hit after another. Uh, that was Zurich Avery on the return. Now, what do you do if you're Lawrence? you got to be out of your comfort zone where they like to run the football all the time. They've got to start going to the air trail in 55-21. Well, they're five scores down with a quarter to go. Panthers just need to continue to play defense. Straight up the middle goes Jules' guard, and he picks up two, maybe three on first down. That That ends – the third quarter, Panthers lead this one 55-21. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at a live 105kdkq.com. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther football on a live 105kdkq. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium. Uh, Panthers lead this is 55-21. We're just getting ready to start the third quarter, fourth quarter, excuse me. Lawrence is going to have it second down at about seven from their 23, just shy of their 23-yard line. Again, Panthers uh, up by 34, and we're in the fourth quarter. Go well, update on that Capen. Uh, May score Capen now leads 21-14 to 14 over Mays. That's probably a... As you would say, a Donnybrook. Back to pass goes Jules Guard. Got a man out in the flat, caught. Panthers played it pretty good, but it still was able to complete it. It looked like it didn't look like it was Sam Cito on the reception. And I've been told that Dylan Edwards has 24 touches, 298 yards on the game so far. Wow. And he had, I think he had like. Almost 2,200 coming in. Back to pass again, Jules guard. Panthers putting a little pressure. Picked off, and it was picked off. Panthers are going to get it back on their own. Lawrence's 45-yard line. Good play out there by the Panthers. Looked like it might have been Murph. Well, and what, a, what an interception, and, you know, really – Panthers baited Jules Guard on that because it, you know, they just held back, held back. Jules Guard looks downfield, thinks he's got a receiver wide open, 
you can see our guy cut in front of him. You know, that's a, a big uh, a defensive play. And Doyle, you know, our secondary has played very well tonight. This is a group of guys that we've, we've suffered through some injuries. We've suffered through some disciplinary action, all kinds of things. But uh, the secondary's played well tonight. It was it was Murph on the interception. And they give it to Edwards. He spins out of it, and he's going to get thrown for – well, he's fighting his way, trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. But I think he's going to lose, yeah, a, lose a yard, maybe a yard and a half on first down. Panthers lead 55-21. We are in the fourth quarter. One of the Panthers linemen are, is coming off limping. Looked like it's Jonas Vickers. Yeah, Jonas has had a bit of an ankle problem, and he is limping a little bit. You know, at this juncture of the ball game, I, I think Jonas should be done for the night. He got a pretty healthy lead. Boy, that ankle, you you know, Doyle, those ankles every day of rest, every hour of rest makes a big difference. Well, Jonas is pretty upset on the on the bench there, but he needs to be out. Again, Edwards, and he's only going to get about a yard this time. Again, so it's going to be third and long Panthers from the 45-yard line of Lawrence. Panthers lead this one 55-21. For a uh, action out east, uh, St. James Academy, 35, Bishop Miege, 13. That's a Bishop Miege team. I can fly clear back to 1972-73. I was a young kid. And uh, Burby and Bishop Miege played uh, a big ball game in Kansas City. Well, Hubbard's now in the ball game. Back to pass. Oh, should have it caught. Yes, looked like Drake on the reception, and it was. He's got enough for a first down. But I think another another good call by Coach Clark, uh, probably pulling Dylan Edwards out of the ball game. We know Dylan has had. A lot of problems with, with cramping the last two weeks. Why take a chance on on the guy that uh, is really a game changer? It's going to be first and ten from the thirty-one. That was a nice little pitch and catch from uh, one twin to the other. And I still think there's some kind of telepathy going on there between those two guys. <laughs> I've heard that about twin. But he threw a nice ball, made a nice catch. Drake did. So it's first and ten. Again, they give it to Hubbard, and he picks up three, maybe four on first down. Well, how often have we said that you know, defenses look up and they're like, man, good, Dylan Edwards is out of the game or Mercer Thatcher's out of the game. What you do is you bring in a guy with fresh wheels, and Derek Hubbard, he, he's no patsy. He's, uh, he's a legitimate uh, running back. Panthers are kind of taking their time with 8.55 to go in the ball game. It's 55-21. Doyle over here on the 4A west side, uh, Andover Central, putting it all over Bueller, 35-14. Be good to see uh, another local team advancing uh, to the state finals. Absolutely. Again, Hubbard makes a cut up field. Going to get a first down down around the 20-yard line. So well, we saw a quick flag come in, too, on the play. So, you know, in that vicinity, you got to think it's going to be a block in the back or a hold. Going to be against the Panthers, I'm sure. I don't think – I can't remember a penalty called against Lawrence. Not too many. Uh, I, I can't even remember one. If it, Maybe one. I, I don't know. That's going to be a 10-yard penalty. 
with 8.29 left. That moved the ball back out to the uh, 37, so it's now second, about uh, 17. I'm just being told Mays has jumped up on Capen with just seconds left on the ball game. I'm not surprised with Avery Johnson running the show. You can't let up. Back to pass. Caught inside the five. Wow, what a catch. I mean, just a, a nice catch out there trying to see who it was. Uh, he's got his back to us, but beautiful catch. I think it might be Serger that made the catch. It could very well be. Boy, but again, catching the football in traffic on a very well-delivered football. And well-covered by Lawrence. Thatcher walks into the end, didn't walk, but he got into the end zone pretty easy. And, you know, I, I, I know you remember, you remember Dandy Don. He'd sing that song. And get, I'm about ready, if I could sing, I'm about ready to sing that song. You know, I, I think you guys, you and I are getting like an old married couple because that was the, my exact thoughts was I was getting ready to say, you know, turn out the lights because right now the Panthers are just dominating Lawrence. I, I think, yeah, I think uh, Panthers are up enough. It's 62 to 21. They're up by 41 points with seven and a half minutes to go. Well, we got a second. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Building, DNM Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaur, Johnson and Company Certified Public Account. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And again, you see any of those sponsors, thank them for bringing the broadcast to it. Without those guys there, there would be no Panther football broadcast. I know I, for one, appreciate every one of them. I uh, agree with everything you just said. The Panthers are kicking off. They're leading by 41. 62 to 21. 7.30 to go in the ballgame. High pooch kick. Going to be fielded at about the 30. Panthers covered it, but the guy still met the player still managed to get out close to the 39. But if you're Lawrence, you're really out of your game plan now. You about have to put everything up in the air. And you know we had the pick on the last uh, possession, so you know Panthers gotta gotta figure that. I, I assume we're gonna see even more substitutions coming into the Wholesale game. Wholesale changes on defense. Panthers have their number twos on the field. Clock moving, under seven minutes left. Back to pass. Now taking off on the run goes Jules Guard. He's going to pick up 10, and then he gets out of bounds. Well, if you're Coach Clark, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. You don't want to take any chances of getting a starter hurt. You know you're going to get into to the next uh, next uh, 
round of the playoffs, and I'm being told that uh, we may be into a running clock situation here. Well, it's, we're up by 41, so maybe it is. Well, a lot of times those are decisions that uh, can be made by both coaches. And we've got a penalty marker. I'm going to guess it's going to be on Lawrence. We'll see if, yes, we are in a running clock because it's moving right now. Six, six ten to go in the game. Panthers lead by 41. 62 to 21. And once they say once the running clock starts, it doesn't well, it stop. stop. And, well, I, I believe uh, this is one of the, the, the many times this year we've gone to a running clock, but who would have thought it in a state semifinal matchup? Yeah, I, not me. And back to pass goes Jules Guard rolling to the near side. Got a man open. Going to be second down and about probably six for Lawrence. Well, Dolan, and I, and I think the only time you don't go to a, a running clock is the state championship game. I'm pretty sure that at that game, there's no such thing. Back pass down and just a straight drop back and a run. Jules guard, he gets hit for very little gain. Nice play by the Panthers. They gang tackled him on that play. Well, Jules guard just kind of faked like he was going to throw the football and then decided to uh, pull it down. It's going to be third down and looks like third about four. They're on the Panther 46-yard line. Well, he was finished off hard by Colton Farquhar on that play, a senior, 5'10", 200-pounder, and hit very hard. Back to pass. Now he's just pulling it down running it straight up the middle is Jules Guard. He gets a first down out inside the Panther 40 at 39. I'm just being told that uh, Blue Valley Northwest has won that ball game. 35 to 7. So that uh, would be the team that uh, looks like pretty obviously the Panthers will be playing. It'll be Blue Valley Northwest against your Derby Panthers next week at Emporia. On that other game, I hear May scored. They went for two and made it uh, 22 to 21 with 30 seconds left in the ball game. Wow. Pass up in the air, nearly picked off by the Panthers. But it just was out of his reach, but he was in position between the receiver and the quarterback, nearly picked that off. First uh, down. And, and we say it all the time. You know, you're Lawrence, and you got a lot of seniors that are going to be, you know, leaving after tonight's ball game. Yeah, you let them play. You know, it's the last game they're going to be playing in their high school career. You know, you want to let them finish, uh, you know, with on the football field. Yeah, unfortunately, one team has to lose. Back to pass, Jules Guard. He's being pressured. Now he jumps to the outside, throws it up. Wide open, man. Touchdown, Lawrence. Yeah, it was a, a nice play by Jules Guard. He looked up, and he and he had his receiver all alone about the three-yard line. He just tiptoes into the end zone. Again, Panthers have pulled all their starters out of the ballgame, and rightfully so. After the last score, Panthers had wholesale, and we'll see wholesale changes on the offensive side of the ball as well. well Lawrence has to hurry their kicker on the field. They haven't been used to uh, kicking a whole lot tonight, extra points. That's another boomer right down Broadway for the uh, kicker for Lawrence, Grant Glasgow. Doyle and Mays did finish off that ball game. I believe that's Mays' 
first state championship appearance they'll be in and well represented in the area. Mays will be in there in 5A, Andover Central in 4A, and your Panthers in 6A. So a lot of local talent uh, with uh, opportunities to win a state championship. Well, they stopped the clock, so I, I guess I guess you stop it after a score. I don't know. I, I didn't think you were supposed to. Well, but... you know, and, and I think we read that, uh, you know, a lot of the rules do say that you stop it after a touchdown, but we've seen it played out about every way you can this year. Yeah, it's, every, t- every time we have a running clock, it's different than the last time. So, uh, you know. Hey, you know, at this, at this, at this juncture point, of the ball game, I don't care. Yeah. I just know that we're going to be headed to a state championship next Saturday. Yeah, at this point, it really doesn't matter. There's two minutes and 43 seconds left. Panthers lead 62-28. If they get the ball and they're expecting an onside kick, oh, kicks deep. Then it goes into the end zone. So the Panthers will come out to the 20. I think it was Hubbard trying to catch it like a center fielder. No, I'm wrong on that one again. I see that little guy, and he's... I think it might have been. I think it might have been Trayvon Rose, but it's it's hard to tell whether it was a six or an eight. Yeah, there's. Yeah, whole cells changes again on offense for the Panthers. I can't see who the quarterback is. I'm thinking it's probably might be Conley Hamlin. Big hole straight up the middle goes Hubbard. Hubbard, and he picks up about 10 on first down. Well, Hubbard is brought down by a shoestring, or he's going to take it to the house. At this uh, point in the ball game, you know, both teams, uh, the outcome's well decided. And, uh, you know, Hubbard's got uh, pretty good speed as well. Maybe that's Brock Zerger. I can't, again, it's hard to pick these numbers up. And it is this new location, we're about 20 yards farther away from the field than we have been in the past. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I wasn't going to say both of us get older every year, too. No, no, it, we're farther back. <laughs> Straight ahead goes Hubbard. He picks up two or three. Clock moving under two minutes. Panthers lead this with 62-28. Well, I know I was uh, told just a bit, a little bit ago that someone was watching tonight's ball game, but listening to us. And so they were watching a stream, but they said they preferred listening to their radio guys in Derby. Going to be second eight for the Panthers. A lot of fans leaving on uh, both sides of the stadium right now. Panthers aren't in any hurry to snap the football. Running will probably be under a minute before the next play is run. So now Panthers are just taking a knee. That's that's to me that's great. Just that just lets Lawrence know, hey, we're done. We're not going to try to score anymore. Well, that's uh, you know as we said, once you go to the running clock, I think both teams are aware. Coach Bowen, he's a, a Division One football coach that. Uh, he was at Kansas. He's now coaching at uh, Lawrence High School, able to coach his son. So kind of a neat deal. But uh, both coaches have been on both sides of these things, so get a little bit of sportsmanship. That would be Baylor Bowen. He's, he's had a good game tonight, made a few catches. Panthers are taking a knee, 
And that should be the last play of the ball game. The Panthers are going to go to the state finals for about the umpteenth year in a row and since 2013. And uh, as they knock off a pretty good Lawrence team, 62 to 28. Well, and what does it say for a program when you go to the state championship seven, eight years in a row? I mean, that just tells you where your program sits. And this Derby football team has to go down as one of the great programs in the state of Kansas. Well, yeah, they're in rarefied air. Uh, I mean, you, you get two, three championships, and, man, that, that, that's a great career. But here our Coach Clark, he's, we've got seven total. He's got six of them. So, you know, he's, he's still a young man. Well, no doubt we'll be playing Blue Valley Northwest in Emporia next week. So, you know you got to look at all those things, and, and the Derby fans sometimes get a little complacent just assuming that everything's easy. Well, I think tonight's ball game proved out that it started out as a Donnybrook, and then the Panthers uh, finally reared their uh, their big monster head and came out and uh, said, enough of that. Uh, we're ready to, to put this thing to rest. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised we scored as many points as we did. I figured it would be a closer ball game. You know, the Panthers, like you said, they just rose up, bowed their necks, and uh, started getting some stops, and uh, Lawrence couldn't stop us. So Panthers are going to go on next week to the state finals, and that'll be in Emporia at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Well, nice to be back in Emporia. You know, last year we had to go into into Kansas City area for the state championship due to COVID. Emporia was kind of shut down. Be nice to go back to as I tell people, are home away from home. Yeah, I like that. I, li- I like that. Panthers lead. Will they? Panthers win this one 62-28, and again, they go to 11-0 and and will advance to the state finals. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like Weed Control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Weekends are special, and we fill them up with your favorite music. Sean Michaels. Hey, everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Streets of Gold is the program we're playing Christian music classics from the 70s and the 80s and even a little bit in the early 90s. I'm your host, Larry Wynn. This is Movement Radio with Transform. Hey, I'm Josh Ashton, host of the Weekend 22. Music that's good for you. Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. 
Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artists. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on Worship. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, Sunday nights at 7 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, Greg Laurie here. Imagine hearing a great song on the radio and then you wonder... What do those lyrics mean exactly? Listen, I know people need encouragement, and I want to take them deeper, a greater understanding of the scripture behind these amazing Christian songs. How refreshing would that be? Unpack the lyrics to your favorite songs. Don't miss Refresh with Pastor Greg Laurie. Each weekend, be sure to tune in. The clock on the wall tells us only one thing. It's time again for a top 30 flashback. We're going to go back to a particular year and month, and this time it's November 1992. Music from Stephen Curtis Chapman, for him, Susan Ashton, Michael W. Smith, and a few surprises. Join us for the top 30 flashback, November 19. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby just knocked off a pretty good... Uh, Lawrence Lyon team, 62 to 28. Uh, after the Panthers fell behind by uh, uh, seven points, 14-7, they reeled off 55 to seven against the uh, with their starters against the Lawrence starters, and uh, Panthers really looked good the last two and a half, three quarters. Well, and and I said it, uh, I think at halftime that the Panther coaching staff, if you're going to put them in that position, I'll take our coaches against any coaches in the state of Kansas. And we heard Kevin Chase mention that. He says they make adjustments on the fly where a lot of teams go, hey, let's go in at halftime and regroup and see what's going on. Panthers are able to do that on the fly. And uh, tonight was just a great testament to how quickly they can make the adjustments. It must have been just one or two guys or just bringing a little more pressure because the defense really, as as uh, Os- Coach uh, Ostern Wiedrich uh, answered me early in the pregame was uh, our stellar defense showed its head. Yeah, well, they, they put a lot of pressure on uh, Jules Guard uh, the last two and a half, three quarters, and uh, that seemed to be the difference. Doyle, let's go ahead and get into tonight's end of the game stats. Uh, first downs, Panthers had 18, Warrants 23. Again, the big tell, the rushing department. Panthers, 45 touches, 385 yards. Warrants, 29 touches, just 150. Yeah, big. that was a big deal. That, that, that's a big deal holding those guys to that little yardage because I've been checking back on them all year, and they they were averaging close to 300 yards. I think the big, the big thing that really is going to affect the rest of the season, the state championship game, is Mercer Thatcher had a heck of a ball game tonight. Derby passing 7 for 11, 161 yards. Lawrence 10 for 15 with one interception for 128 yards. So the Derby passing game woke up tonight. Joel, take this one. 546 yards of offense for the Panthers tonight. 
293 for Lawrence. That's almost unbelievable. And I got to say something about Mercer as well. Uh, he was throwing the ball really well tonight. Uh, and I think his teammates will tell him, you know, we dropped two or three of them because he was putting the ball where it needed to be this evening. Mercer had a great ball game. Yeah, exactly. He had five for nine, but he could have easily been seven for nine or eight for nine tonight. Again, Mercer, five for nine, 135 yards. Brock Zerger on the little reverse play, one for one, 21 yards and a touchdown. On the receiving end, Caden Brown, two catches for 60. Drake Thatcher, three for 40. Brock Zerger, one for 35. And Derek Hubbard, one for 26. Again, mixing the ball around with a lot of different receivers. Doyle, Dylan Edwards, 27 touches tonight, 302 yards. Mercer Thatcher, 10 touches for 60 yards. Derek Hubbard, three touches for four. And Caden Brown, one touch for two yards. Again, Panthers, 546 yards of offense tonight. And Doyle, that stat, we just love seeing it. We want to say one more game at State. Derby tonight, 62 Lawrence, 28. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what I like to hear. That never gets old to hear that kind of a score. And our Panthers winning. Your Panthers winning. 62-28 here in Derby. The Panthers move on to the state finals next week against Blue Valley Northwest. It'll be on Saturday. And uh, it starts at 1 o'clock. So uh, we expect to have a pretty good game that day as well. So... This has been Panther Football on Alive 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. Thanks for listening.